Dead, you son of a bitch. I love you, man. Y'all hear that? He's in the five o'clock free crack giveaway. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all hear that? Yeah. Yeah. People tend to go to mania. Yeah. Well, I just knew I had to put shit on my face to go get food. Yeah. Has there been a show that you haven't hit the Matt Damon? <laughs> nope. He loves the Matt Damon. I think, it, I think it's there so much that it's like uh, it becomes subliminal almost in the background. Speaking that of background. Shit at least two, three times a show. Hey, man. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Welcome to the Awkward Hi-Fi Podcast. Devin Daly, producer Dave. That was a quick fade out. PD. That's me. We're in our uh, doing longer shows, but once a week test phase. Uh, what is it called? Test group? Um, not test Be- beta group. testing. Beta testing. Uh, also, just the fact that the weekends have been hard lately. You guys wanted to hang out on Saturday, and I had to put the, put the kibosh on it. Now, here's something I got. <laughs> Good. Here's something I got to tell you guys. Uh, I, I I said no. I can't do it today under under the guise under the ruse that I had so much to do that day. It wasn't that. It was that I was coming off the tail end of a three-day insanity, almost went to the hospital, fucking panic attack. The worst panic attack I've ever had in my life, ever. It was the worst three days of my life. Thought I was going to die. And let me, and and I, you know, for people listening to the show, especially back when me and Richie used to talk about our problems a lot, um, it's no secret that I like suffer from anxiety and panic. But it's something that I've had under control for a very long time. And, and something that really hasn't affected me in a while, and I and I can honestly say, say that I have not had like an official panic panic attack. Like I've had bouts with anxiety, and I know how to I know how to meditate, and know that I need to exercise and eat healthy, and I could I could keep it at bay. But this was a full on, full blown, no control panic attack. I don't know where it came from, and it lasted for days. It affected. I couldn't talk. I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone on the phone one, one point because she was calling me like every hour because she was afraid. That I might actually be having a stroke, and I was trying to talk to her, and I was just like, I, 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 I can't even words weren't coming out of my mouth. It was very scary, and I'll tell you, much like uh, a, a uh, the world's greatest prophet Jack Handy once said, is that if you light yourself on fire, don't look in a mirror, because man, you'll really freak out. What I did, I have a little tidbit of information for you, gentlemen, is that if you're in the middle of a panic attack, don't take your blood pressure. Because then you'll lose your mind, and that's what I did. Why would you do that? Because I did not know. That's not a scene. <laughs> I did not know that. Like the weird thing with panic attack, with panic and anxiety, with me is that a lot of times I don't know that I'm in it when I'm in it. It's only through hindsight that I come out of it that I realize what it was. You know, there's certain telltale signs. I know my body, like if my stomach gets distended. Where like I like I'm taking shallow breaths, but my stomach is real popped up. Like you try to make yourself look like you're pregnant, kind of deal. 
but it's involuntary. I know that that's a panic thing. But when panic is happening, when a panic or an anxiety attack is happening, you can't rationalize to yourself that it's a panic or an anxiety attack, you know? So this, I don't know. I think I had kind of a head cold, but I was also worried about a bunch of other stuff and all this shit went down. But yeah, um, I was like not feeling very well. And for some reason, I decided to take my blood pressure and it was like, should be dead on the floor through the roof stroke blood pressure. And I just freaked the fuck out. And and uh, it was very bad. Dying. See, now I feel bad. Today's the first day, actually, that I actually feel 100% okay. It was a very long tail-off period where I realized that it was a panic attack and everything. But I don't know. I've never had one that big before. But also, in the middle of that panic attack, I did two things. <laughs> one... I bought a, a new $1,300 guitar that I probably don't need. And two, I bought a very, very most expensive concert ticket that I've ever bought in my life. I was going to say, son, you are fucking daily all of a sudden. Because <laughs> if you didn't say number two was that ticket, I was going to be like, no, three, motherfucker. Because so, you fucking bought some tickets. So I came, I came out of this crazy. Uh, when I tell you it was crazy, like I thought my life was over. I couldn't think. It was bad. Um, but I came out the other end of it with a new guitar and a ticket to go see the Misfits. <laughs> oh, just one you didn't you didn't get to? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. That's it. That was the uh, thing because that's what I thought, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, this motherfucker's not mentioning that he bought two tickets." Let me for all for all, and I don't think there is any, but for all my uh, old school punk rocker buddies that listen to this show, let me justify because I've gotten a lot of flack over this purchase. For the people that don't know, there's a band called The Misfits. Um, everybody knows. If you right. don't know that, you're a piece of no, shit. I know. I'm just kidding. But uh, but there's The Misfits are doing their big bloated uh, some you know reunion tour with the original member. Well, most of the original members, and uh, they're coming to New Jersey, and I was very excited about it until I saw the ticket prices, which are through the roof and exploitative and a ripoff. And I agree with all of those. I and I had and I had I did I had a. Uh, like a conflict with myself where i was like can i actually spend this much money to see this band although i love them i feel like i'm being taken you know i'm taken for a oh, ride you here. are and i know i am but uh and i was going to bring my girlfriend who doesn't give a fuck about the mistress but i just wanted to bring somebody with me so that meant two tickets and i was like going back and forth it, it would have ended up being over 500 dollars for two tickets i spent 200 Damn. 233 dollars for my ticket and uh, for my one ticket. But what happened was my friend Cameron, uh, he texted me and he said that all his friends bailed, but he was going regardless. And then I saw that. I was like, all right, I could afford one. And here's my here's my thinking. No, guy, what were you going to say? Is Cameron going to take his dad's uh, Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> Skipping school. You I'll know, go. I'll go. You know I'll what? go. I'll buy the ticket. In all the years I've been hanging with that dude, I never put that two and two together. Good call. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that Cameron's tight. But if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass, I'm talking about my friend now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, uh, yeah. So, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Wait, I'm, I'm justifying something here. Oh, here's my justification. I've never been to one of these big bloated reunion shows. I didn't go to the Guns N' Roses show. I didn't go to the Sex Pistols We Need Money tour 10 years ago. I didn't go. All these bands that I love. Is it called the We Need Money no, tour? No, I just oh, called okay. it that. Because that would be, I would, I would pay for it if they say that. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I never, I dismiss these shows and I never go to them. But there's just something about seeing the original Misfits, who I've never saw, in their hometown, in their backyard. And you know what? I had the 200 bucks, so I'm fucking spending it, and I'm going. Now, do I feel like I'm getting ripped off? Yes. But am I allowing myself to get ripped off? Yes. That's all it is. Save some money for a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to be kissing my friend Dave's ass, who uh, his cousin owns the Devils, oh, or yeah. his part owner of. 
I've been kind of dropping hints. I'm like, so if you want to go to that Misfits concert, I would gladly go with you <laughs> and take those platinum seats and go, you know, hang out. And he was like, that's too, it's, that's too loud. Yeah, I, I told you that. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I sent him that thing. But when I saw the ticket seats, and then I, I you know, you, you put up your post, and I was like, F that, Jazz. Because mm. I got up early. I tried to fucking get tickets. And when I saw the prices, I was like, no, 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 best available. Yeah. No, 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 no. Best available. Why is this computer not giving me best available? And then I was like, oh, wait, best available is a fucking arm, leg, and your penis? What the fuck? Yeah, it's ridiculous that they're asking that much. And I'm not like you. I'm a new... Like, my wife has been introducing me to the Misfits since we've been married, since we've been together. So I would say, like, since 2006, 2005. Yeah, but they were in a band that for, during your right. formative years. And I've seen several of them through the years, because, like, two at least will do um, yeah, the, sure. the little shows. The, the, not shows, but um, the signature circuit, I guess you would call it. Like, oh, the really? Chiller and Monster well, Con also, they and still stuff like play. That. You know, like, yeah. the Misfits have always played just without Glenn. And, and then whoever's been in the band, whether it was the Jerry yeah. Only or Michael Graves or whatever, you know, like the, the Doyle guy. Does he still yeah, do it? Yeah, Doyle. Yep. He's I heard he's out again. Whatever. He'll <laughs> the amount of money they're making, he'll be back in. My introduction to the Misfits. Well, I, I always knew of them. Like I said, if you don't know who the Misfits are, it's like you don't know who the fucking Beatles or the Doors or any of that yeah, shit. Right, like right. you're crazy. And you know that Misfits logo. Like when I first saw them, I was like, wait, is that that band you liked with Jenny? It was like the first chiller thing I'd ever gone to. And then she was like, yeah. And I was like, it's kind of sad because they're supposed to be like these legends of music. And they're between Jimmy Fly Snooker <laughs> <laughs> and Virgil. <laughs> and I was like, they, they put them in the wrestler category. It's weird. But the Misfits are weird because I don't like... Well, I don't idolize fucking anybody, but I, you know, those, mm. f- those first few minutes. What about your dad? Those, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, Piece you, of shit. No, I don't idolize anybody. But the, the, the first few Misfits albums, unbelievable albums, uh, you know, like were formative during my youth and everything. But like Danzig, the reason basically I'm going to pay all this money is to just to see this guy sing with the, his original band again. It would be like if Morrissey put the Smiths back together or something like that. Oh, I would be there. But I would be there for that too. But, uh, but I actually don't like Danzig at all. Mm, I think he's really? kind of a piece of shit. But the guy's got a fucking silky Elvis voice that makes that music good, so I'm going to see it. But yeah, like none of those guys individually. I would. I would. If I, it doesn't even matter. I. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> anyway, I spent way too much money during a, 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 crazy a, a time where I thought I was dying, was about to have an aneurysm those or a stroke. Crazy days of Devin. Dying. I, you know, I need that guitar. <laughs> That, that makes, that that makes some me feel daily, better. That makes me think you've been hanging out with Daily for way too long because <laughs> your medicine was fucking feeding yourself a $1,300 guitar. So I, because of that, I've, uh, I really, I, in all seriousness, I've, I've uh, stopped everything that I thought was a negative influence in my life, and I'm starting from, from, uh, from ground zero. Why is Daily still in this and room? I'm, <laughs> because I love Daily. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm starting from ground zero and working back up. So I stopped drinking. I stopped any ingestion of caffeine. The carbs have been out and sugar have been out for a while. I, I got off of uh, social media. I'm not. I, I'm giving. I'm giving myself at least a week without checking Facebook, Instagram, or Snapchat to see how I feel. Which let me tell you, today is the first day. And what I did was I didn't deactivate my accounts, and I definitely didn't make some broad fucking cryptic proclamation on Facebook before I did. Like Smell all you the, later, Facebook. Right. Um, but. My plan is to see for a week how I feel, and then I think going forward, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what my seven year old mother does and like just check it on a laptop once a week. <laughs> you know, like she looks, at, she treats it like the Sunday newspaper. Yeah. Like, let's see what's going on on the Facebook. <laughs> and today was the first day that I did it, 
because I really sat down and took an inventory of my life, and I was like, what are the negative aspects of my life? What could be caused this pack? Because it had to be some underlying shit. There was, there, I was drinking too much. I was eating like shit for a while, but that's been under control for a while, even though it could be like a reverberation of that. The drinking has not been under control. Yeah, it has. You're kidding yourself. I swear to God. Goddamn lush. I was drinking like every night. Now, if I have a few beers on the weekend, I don't consider that drinking. That's like just existing. Yeah, but you're a pro. But, but even that, I kind of cut out. <laughs> I, you know, but anyway, today, you know, I was at work fucking while I was uh, waiting for my Super Bowl ring to be given to me. I, uh, I uh, was picking up. What I did is I deleted all the apps off of my phone. So there's no, you know, and, uh, and I, I counted the amount of times that I just took my phone before I knew it, my phone was in my hand and I was looking at my phone and not knowing what I was going to do and realizing that I, how many times a day I just pick up my phone, press on Facebook, just look at a couple of things and put it back down. It's, it's involuntary. It's addictive. It's fucking crazy. So just the, the, the result alone from today is enough for me to be like, I need to get this out of my life for a little bit. I'm not saying that I'm going, you know, dark on social media. I think it has its purpose. But I'm not going to keep it on my phones anymore. I don't want it, I don't want the access to it all the time. I'm just going to sit down and look at it every once in a while, make fun of the same people I make fun of, you know, text a couple me and like tag a couple memes on people or whatever, and then move on. But it's it's been pretty interesting. I did see something that I was going to put for 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 daily. I guess it could be for any of us really. Um, <clears throat> that was like a quote somebody put up that was like, if you took an inventory of how much time you personally waste your like delay and waste on your own. And you put that on somebody else as a, as somebody who delayed you, you would hate that person. Yeah. Like <laughs> Also, you can look at it as uh, I, I, I was listening to some or reading something where somebody was saying what you, you know, if you put a monetary value on your time, so at work, they pay you a certain amount of money per hour, whether you believe you're worth that or more or less, it doesn't matter. But if you were to take, if you were to take a monetary value of your time, and then and really break down the amount of time that you waste on like looking at your phone and social media and then put that into you know if you're a money guy put that into money it comes out to a lot of fucking money oh yeah you know and i'm not i don't give i'm not a money person but that even that kind of opened my eyes to it i just i i this is not something that this is something that everybody knows but like i just think that it's becoming more and more apparent with me especially recently where i've been trying to get back to my center that Facebook and especially Twitter is the worst and, and Instagram and all those things, Snapchat and all those things. It's just this giant hub for where the, the, the greater ego exists. And most of the time it's really fucking super negative and I get nothing out of it. And I'm just going to, you know, for a week, I'm not going to look at it for a week. So I'll let you know by the next show. If I, if I show up like I got these cheeseburgers, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's going to fucking work. See, now I feel bad daily because daily and I were together when or we're, uh, we're together on Sunday the day after you sent the response, like whatever, because I was like, I could do writer's room or I could not. Like yeah, I, yeah. I wound up rock climbing in the morning instead of going for a hike because it was fucking cold. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And then and I had a couple things ready, but like we've been going with the Saturday. Saturdays, what, we, what we've been trying to beta test is to do a little writer's room. Yeah. Work on ideas work for the on show. Ideas. Mm-hmm. So when you put that message out, I was like, yeah, no, no worries. I still had my little bulk of ideas so then when we next time we get together i sent uh daily a message like that doesn't mean you don't fucking put your shit together <laughs> asshole like go fucking put your shit together I fucking nap all and, saturday and then so sunday i see time him for, for the shit. super bowl and we're talking and i was like uh i was looked at him and i was like um 
I was like, I wonder what crazy days means. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. I was like, we should have just headed over to fucking Devin's house and been like, fuck that. You're, you're hanging he out with us. would have died. Well, he would I, open the door like, <laughs> I didn't, what I, what I didn't want to do was, uh, was lie. Like, I didn't want to lie to you guys, but I also didn't want to explain to you, like, I'm in the middle of this panic attack. Like, but, like I just did. It's too much. Yeah. So what I said is like, I'm having a crazy day. And like, in my mind, I was thinking like, that kind of seems like I have a lot of stuff to do. You know what I mean? But, but, but. And that's where we went. We were like, wonder what this motherfucker's going to tell us he did yesterday. Yeah. But I was like, technically, <laughs> I'm really just having a crazy day because I'm, I'm crawling up the fucking walls. But no, nobody could have been there. My, my, my girlfriend, I, I, I was like, you can't come over here. I knew at once, really? once I knew what I was in the middle of, I needed to sweat it out myself. And it took three fucking days. It was bad. It was the, that was the worst uh, panic attack I've ever had in my life, and a life, uh, uh, especially in my mid twenties, with a lot of panic attacks. It's not good, brother. It's o- it's okay now. I just I'm glad you say better. I'm not glad you had a panic attack, but I'm kind of glad you did because man, Saturday was awesome. <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I talked to him Sunday, I'm like, what, "So you got you got some stuff? You need me to take a look at anything?" He's like, "Nigga, I didn't do shit." He's like, "I slept the whole fucking time, man. I jerked off like five times. It was great." Say. I was good, like, dude, you're good day. such a procrastinating so, fuck. Daily, much like Jesus Christ himself, I died for your sins. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> or thought I was going to die, but can it was for your sins. Can I tell you, though, um, so was it, it was uh, Saturday? It was the, the, the uh, Cranach? Saturday. Oh, yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday. So we know a guy Saturday. we'll call Cranach, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't seen this dude in years. Hey, we haven't worked together in years. Is he a brain that lives oh, yeah, in a, yeah. in a, in a bigger body? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cranach, um, I'm, I was, it was Friday or Saturday? Saturday. So Saturday with all the stuff, I've been really committed to watching, for some reason, we didn't, the three of us didn't say we're going to fucking watch the Oscar movies, but I've been, for some reason, taking well, actually, it upon myself. We can talk about them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I've got some stuff in there later, but, so I was watching uh, Lady Bird. Yes. And I'm getting into it. I'm getting really high. Like I told you, I've been smoking like I'm getting paid for it. But, Good. You know, I've got some times to chill. So I was like, I'm going to fucking kill some brain cells. Got stupid high. And all of a sudden, in the middle of that high, my doorbell goes off. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm, putting, <laughs> I'm putting all the weed that away. I'm putting the bong away. Yeah, I was like, yo, no one comes on and You know what? What is this gi- shit? That's giving me anxiety even just <laughs> thinking about it. You put a movie on. Yeah. You get nice and toasty. Oh, and we were like high. an hour and a half into it. Uh, like, it and deep. then your doorbell rings. <laughs> yeah. That the, sucks. The I'm dog sorry. pound goes bonkers. Yeah. And I'm like hiding the bong, hiding the shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Jenny's like, yo, there's a white Cherokee outside. I'm like... I don't know nobody with a white Cherokee. Uh-huh. That's fucking crazy. I'm oh, like, a car. Right, I yeah, thought yeah. you meant an Indian. No, yeah. He was out there. <laughs> one teardrop. And I was like, yo, I Indian dropped that there. fucking rapper, but I picked it up, crybaby. <laughs> but um, you're like, they're getting rid of Chief Wahoo. What else do you want? I fucking reported it. I'll tell you what, though. Only somebody who is uh, native to this land could traverse your fucking mountain of a driveway. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So anyway, yeah. After three horses died and he made it to the top. Somebody got dysentery. <laughs> he got. I gave him a polio blanket and he went on his way. No, um, so the fucking door, I opened the door and I'm like at this point looking for like quick weapons just in case somebody tries to hit me with something. Right. So I have something ready. And uh, I open the door and I, this like hat is kind of tucked down and there's a pizza in his hand and another box. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Hello. And like, as if I was answering the phone, because like, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, uh, he's like, here's that pizza. And I'm like, what? And uh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Or, or, and as I'm, I was about to say, I didn't order. I see this, the face and I'm like, 
all right, how do I know you? Who are you? And I'm like, oh, wait, Cranach? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, so anyway, I brought this pizza over. Like, he just jumps into this whole rant. And he's like, because Daly's, Daly's not, probably not even here, is he? And I'm like, no, Daly's not supposed to be here till Sunday. And he's like, oh, well, you, I, I got to give him this thing. And uh, and and he's I can't believe he's not even here. But I, I made the pizza and I brought you the pizza. And I'm he like, made what? the pizza. Oh yeah, he owns the, pers- the pizzeria. Oh okay. Daly and I once went there. He was at my house once. Quick, no, er, sorry, we were gotten wasted, and he was like, "Yo, I own a pizzeria. We can go get me pizza now." And we were like, "Let's go." We uh-huh. made the ugliest pizzas you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> but um, yeah, he brings me a pizza, and uh, he's like, "So I got, so Daly's not even here, but that's fine." And then he goes into this whole spiel about how he's being sent to Tennessee. And like then I'm like, what? And I take the pizza to see what the heck the second box is. And it's a part in his hand. Like it's a shoebox size. It's a polycom part for uh-huh. those who out there know what that is. If not, it's just a Navy part. Whatever. And he's like, I'm like, oh, you have a part that needs to go back to the office. And you wanted to give it to Daly thinking this is the hub where you find Daly. <laughs> but he's not here. Okay, I get it. everything that's going on right now. I was just really thrown off by the pizza, and then he was like, "Yeah, the pizza I, was like the lube, the lube of yeah. the transaction. Like, here's yeah. a pizza. This is weird that I'm in front of your house, but here's a pizza. Right? Okay. So I'm like, what okay. kind of pizza was it? A sausage and peppers pizza. I was gonna say, if he gave you just plain cheese, I would have fucking out, out thrown door. it in his face. <laughs> And like, bring that shit to Queens yourself, you <laughs> fucking bitch. But yeah, so he's like, I brought you a pizza. And then I'm like, I'm still confused, really. Once I get it, I'm still kind of confused. And I'm like, did you want to come in? And he's like, because I realize he's drunk as shit. Oh. And I'm like, you are right. You are talking strange. And he's just like, I was at this uh, tasting today for, for it's like a beer tasting thing. And it was, a, it was just great. But, but I brought the pizza. And I brought the pizza. Like, you can have the pizza because I figured, you know, you don't want pizza. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I, everybody <laughs> likes pizza, I guess. And he's doing this whole Costanza thing, and Jenny's above in the couch, like looking down on the scenario. And I look at her, and she's got this like, "What the fuck is going on?" face. And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't even know." But then he's like, "You know, so 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 the part. If Daily brings the part, if he, if he doesn't bring the part, I'm screwed. But that's not your fault." But, but just you, you could just have the pizza, and I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> that and was basically he, like, motherfucker, if you eat this pizza, that part better get there. <laughs> yeah, and then he takes off, <laughs> and I close the door, and I'm like, what the fuck? And Jenny's like, I don't know, but is that really a pizza? Because coincidentally, at the time, Jenny was going to cook, and I'm like, don't cook. That'll take too long. We'll just watch the movie. We'll buy something. And then pizza showed up at our house. That's Destiny that's Pizza. Magic Did you make a, pizza. Uh, a fucking vision board? Is that the secret? <laughs> yeah, it's like, is there <laughs> fucking pizza in our board? Yeah, he's crazy. But the, the the fucking thing was is like I I talked to him briefly Friday and, and I mentioned well I'm, I'm usually over at Dave's house Saturday. This so is you, just so everyone knows this is a coworker of yours yeah, yeah. and you're a secret super secret day job. And who, I said who lives in our town. Yes, I said you know I'm usually there Saturday, so just you know we'll we'll text each other Saturday and see what's up. So he texted me actually he tried to call me at like ten in the morning when I was like dead asleep in bed. Yeah. Which, that didn't get answered. I was like, fuck <laughs> yourself, dude. <laughs> 10 o'clock? Why are you calling me? What? I get calls at like 7.30 in the it's morning. It's fine. I, I, I texted him back immediately. I'm with you, Dale. He's calling <laughs> me I, for I, 10 o'clock. You're on my shit yeah, list. I, I didn't want to uh, reward bad behavior by answering, so <laughs> I didn't answer. And then I texted him. I'm like, yeah, look, I'm going to be over <laughs> look there. Look at the disciplinary action on daily. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I'm going to be over there like around 4 or 5. You can, you can swing it by then. And then after we 
uh, you texted we weren't you know hanging out or whatever that and I texted him back and said yeah look I'm not going to be going there till Sunday which is very responsible of you by the way I, and I, I, I don't think I said him. that to you yet that was <laughs> very you've said this story like three or four times in front of me and I haven't noted to you daily so, that was very responsible of you well he, done but he didn't reply back to that for like three hours and then all of a sudden he's like what's Dave's address and I didn't even text back because the last text said I'm not going there till Sunday so I'm like yeah I don't I'm not done dealing with this guy. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't read so good. I'm not there, dude. Like, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny though. Well, producer Dave up. got a, uh, a free, free pizza. pizza out of it though. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, you know what? But then when you were sitting, when you when we were also talking, so that being said, when we were talking about you saying you had a crazy day or something, Dave was like, maybe we should have fucking just rolled in with a pizza. That seems to work <laughs> on getting people. Because I oh, I also told Daly that I was like, he's like, so I thought Dale was gonna be here because he's gonna watch the Super Bowl, and I'm like, yeah, but that's Sunday. <laughs> like that was part of the conversation. I was like, do you want to come to my house for the Super Bowl? Like I was just like, uh, what? and Dale was like, apparently that's how you get invites to shit. You just show up with a pizza, and then amen. that's it. Probably what he does every time. That's I've seen a lot of porns to start that way. Yeah. So big sausage, pizza. So, so well, I'm glad you feel better, buddy. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe you'll find me dead tomorrow. Don't say that. You haven't even taught me how to upload these fucking. <laughs> 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 if for some reason I feel like I'm gonna snuff it, I'll leave you a little video. Just leave me a little video. You do it. <laughs> it'll be shit. like this long suicide note to all my loved ones, and then like for producer Dave's eyes only, and I'll be like, okay, step one, go on. <laughs> Since you have been in the audio <laughs> video industry, you know, the audio video industry, the audio, if we do it alphabetically, what would it be first? <laughs> Producer David, this simpleton. Did you see uh, three billboards? I did. Okay. I want to, because I was going to say, you could have left me a note like, Dev here from the beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been doing some movie watching. Yeah. And actually, in my in my pa- panic state, that was the only thing that I was able to shut off all the lights and put a movie on and kind of lay there and like half focus and half think about my untimely demise. But uh, yeah, I made it through some. What'd you get? I got... Uh, Last time we saw each other, you said you were going to watch Three Billboards. That's I watched I Three Billboards. One. I watched a crazy movie. I didn't do much as far as the Oscars things go. Maybe I did do it. Well, I already saw Lady Bird. What was the other one that I wanted to see? Um, did you want to see Daniel Day Lewis's? Yeah, uh, I haven't. Phantom yeah, Thread? I haven't seen that yet because that's in the theater. Not even on after. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere. Or, uh, but I, I also don't want to steal that because I support P.T. Anderson. I always go to his movies. Yeah. So I, I'm actually going to go see that. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It's playing in Red Bank. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's where I saw his last movie, Inherent Vice. I normally go there for his flicks. Um, I've been there in a while. Yeah, there was another one that I think I saw, but anyway. I watched. Uh, I did watch three billboards. What did you think? I thought it was great. It was fantastic. I How great was Woody Harrelson in that fucking <sighs> See, we're going to go different now. Really? Completely different. I think he was no better Woody Harrelson than he always is. Of course, yeah. But but Oscar nom worthy. Uh, it's it's just mm. that's Woody Harrelson. Uh, his character. He's always that good. He always shows that panache. He always shows that little flair in his eye. Like he's great at that. That was. I, and and I don't. I don't like. You know. I'm not going to be afraid to be insulting to to uh, not insulting, but to have a different opinion. Yeah, sure. But. He's like, I'll compare that 
to what he did in Hunger Games because I thought that fucking character was great and that was a fucking garbage TV movie. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I never saw Hunger Games, was, but uh, I'm sure it was great. It's Woody Harrelson's but, just great. But his character was fucking, that was a huge chunk of meat, that character. Yeah. That was, that's the thing is they gave him a lot to work with. He's always going to be good, whether it's in some stupid movie like Hunger Games or it's something like this. He's always going to be good. But I think the reason he got nominated is because that character was so good because the, the fucking, that, that whole end part with his character where he's talking to his wife on the couch and all that shit like and then and then no his, spoilers his monologue when he's reading when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. his over dude that whole thing was like amazing and, and that's where initially when when his character has a little bit of a twist we'll say mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck like how is he nominated this is so early in the movie and then i was like oh 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 awesome. oh and there's just chunks but i i you know my my, Did you see my it, thing about it no i haven't seen it yet. Yeah, okay probably never see it <clears throat> Um, I thought I'll tell you awesome. what, Daly. I think you should because the whole plot's about a daughter dying. <laughs> well, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's right up your alley, my friend. Well, I do want. I see give it, it ten out of ten. Dead daughters. <laughs> she she kicked that girl in the cunt. That makes that me want to see do it. that. Yeah, that was that, awesome. well. Francis McDormand, of course, was amazing. Yeah, and then let me tell How you. Did you say her last name? McDormand. McDormand. Uh, friggin' um, I'll tell you what. For the first like half hour, forty minutes of the film, I was like, "Oh fuck! Do I finally not like a Sam Rockwell role?" No I did, I did not like him at all. I knew what he was going for with the character, but I didn't like. I just felt like it was. I didn't. Maybe maybe it was like seeing him play that simple or something. It just wasn't jiving with me. But then when his character turns towards the end, I was like, "This is fucking amazing!" That dude has to win for that. Anyway, well, that that's that was a yeah. fantastic film. Yeah, great, great film. Good, great twists. Yeah. I was like, wow, this movie's fucking dope. Like, they're just so many subplots. It was well. It was, it was, it leaves you with one of my favorite things that happens in movies where it, it kind of gives you your own thing where, like, you figure yeah. it out, you know? Um, mystery box? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, all right. Mystery, little <laughs> mystery box ending. I don't know. It was a fantastic Is that film. a nod to Quentin Tarantino's? No, I think that's a that's a that would be a mystery before. briefcase. I was gonna say, who's that dude that directs all the sci-fi shit now? Fucking J.J. Abrams. Abrams says that. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I did watch a crazy movie called Colossal. Did you see it? No, never. I don't think I've heard of it. Dude, watch this movie. Uh, it was pretty nuts. I, I don't even know really what to say about it. It was pretty fucking nuts. How I, old is it? Is it new? It was from 2016, but I don't think it's really come at, been out for like rental. But it was on a lot of people's like underrated 2017 movies. So I don't think it had a big theatrical release. Uh, Genre? It's it's a comedy, <laughs> dramedy, it's um, dramedy, monster film. It's it, it's so it's Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis who I removed my sour cream bias <laughs> just to watch this movie. Seriously, I was almost like, I'm not gonna watch this fucking sour cream hating movie. But you gotta love the Anne Hathaways. I love Anne Hathaway, and what it is is uh, Anne Hathaway. And this is what I'll tell you about it. Anne Hathaway is like this drunk who lives in New York with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend kicks her out. She's forced to go back to her suburban hometown where she meets back up with Jason Sudeikis, who she was friends with when they were children. Jason Sudeikis owns a bar. She starts working at the bar and is, and, is, and is struggling with her alcoholism. But in the meantime, a giant Godzilla-type monster starts uh, destroying downtown uh, South Korea. And it goes from there. <laughs> it's very interesting. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, well, Jenny might enjoy that. Was that after? 
Yeah, okay. it's on there, yeah. Because uh, Jenny might enjoy it. She's been struggling, and she's been a trooper through these fucking... She didn't like Three Billboards? She did like Three oh, Billboards. Um, and, and she was all about Rockwell. When we noticed it, like I, her and I embraced that character immediately. We were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because I love when an actor you love does a character you hate. Yeah. And well, I'm okay with I that. respect it. Now it's gotten to the point where it doesn't even do what it used to do, where I'm like, fuck this fucking... Now it's like, oh, I hate it. Yeah. Oh, I hate that character. Yeah. Fuck that character. And I love when somebody I love play where, where you can separate the artist from the character. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That is dope. No, I'm telling you, I came around full circle. It was just the first half hour for some... It just didn't sit right with me. Or maybe I wasn't expecting to see it. I, I didn't... Like most movies, I didn't go into it really knowing anything about the movie. I don't watch trailers anymore because they give way too much of the movie yeah. away and even if it's not like a twisty mystery movie i just want to go in there with a vague knowledge of who's in it and kind of what the plot's about and then let the movie unfold in front of me i don't want to go in there like oh i'm waiting for this part to happen like i remember when she kicks that girl in a cunt when's she going to do that like i don't like having that feeling when they show a character's death right in the yeah, trailer and you're like what the fuck yeah um what else i watched a watch oh here's something that i'm this is a, this is a crazy world coming from dev dog but here it is i'm gonna tell you that I'm not going to say it was my favorite movie of 2017 because things like Three Billboards and Lady Bird and, and, and that stuff are much better movies that deserve a watch. But I watched probably my in my top five favorite movies of fucking 2017 and by far and away 100% probably never to be taken down favorite comic book movie of all time. Wait, let me guess now that you said comic book movie. Thor Ragnarok. Shit was fucking amazing. Hysterical. I was... Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. I was stunned at how good of a movie that was. I've never seen any of the Thors. Um, that one's way different and better. Well, you know why? The first one was good. They're all funny. Well, the reason why is because... The, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but the, the, the New Zealand guy who, who directed a bunch of Flight of the Concords, he directed uh, What We Do in Shadows, he directed Eagle vs. Shark, which are... Eagle vs. Shark is a I movie that I Eagle love. Eagle vs. Shark. So he's the one that directed that movie. So all that comedy and everything. He was also the voice the of the Stone dude. guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, was he yeah. the dude? And, uh, <laughs> which was one of the best characters in that funny movie. As shit. I'll tell you what, man. I put that on. The only reason I watched it... Again, I've, I, you know, it, like I said, I make fun of the comic book movies, but then I'll always go and watch them. Um, especially if there's some pot involved and I just want to like relax and watch things blow up for an hour or two. But this was in the middle of my panic attack and I, cu- I knew I couldn't concentrate on anything. And I was like, you know what? This thing's just going to be just like, a, 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 you know, a live action comic book. I'm just going to put it on. I don't even know Thor really well or whatever. And uh, within minutes, I was like, this is a good movie. And then by the end of it, I was like, "This that movie was fantastic. It was written well. It was funny as shit. It was beautiful looking. There was an actual story. There was actual character arcs. There was like everything that normally doesn't exist in comic book movies was in that movie. And they like took jabs at the ridiculousness. Oh, uh, what's your uh, superpower? What are you, Sparkles? Yeah. Right. Should I call you Mr. Sparkles? I've, I... Uh, I I am converted. I am enlightened when it comes to that. <clears throat> you'll, you'll like the Spider Man series. Then it's it's written in a way that it's, no, it's written the like Spider-Man. the amazing, like the, the new kid. Yeah, yeah I thought that, that was good. You didn't like it? Yeah, I thought it was great. I think that one jabs at itself. And then there's a new comic or cartoon movie coming out of Spider Man with the all the different Spider Man. I can't do the cartoon really. I love the cartoon. That one ones. does look good though. Yeah, it's all the different universe like the dimensions mm-hmm. and who the different Spider Mans and or, or Spider Girls and, mm-hmm. and who the Spider character is, and they're all they all wind up just meeting for, for some reason. But 
It's, you you got to be into comic books. Like it's got the Miles kid. What's his name? Miles Morales. Miles Morales. He's a uh, uh, black Spider Man. Yeah, he's, he's the current Spider Man. Oh, uh, okay. Um, he's it, gonna be in the new shit too somehow because that dude, uh, you know, in the new movie where he does the interrogation on that one guy, that's the dude's uncle. That's Morales's uncle. Whoa, Jesus! So he blew he, my fucking mind. I, I don't he's even gonna know what you're be about. there somehow. He's gonna be in the new shit. They too. always leave I Easter watched eggs, it. though. I mean, they left. They left the uh, in, in the first Avengers, not Avengers. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. They had um, uh, fucking Howard the Duck. Yeah, because they had full intentions. If it got a good enough response, they were gonna do another Howard the Duck movie. Well, Howard the Duck was a Marvel comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I think they movie. still will. I, they they hinted at it real good. And I didn't know if you noticed if you saw if you did see that movie, Devin. Then you saw that there was a cosmonaut dog who was not dead. In what? In, <laughs> in Thor? Yeah, no, in uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, in the same collector's room, he's got a cosmonaut dog. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. I watched those movies, but those movies didn't impress me very much. I like to think that that's Rika or Leica. Leica. Yeah, it's, uh, my friend Dave's is. dog is Leica, and I do it every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, normally I watch the I will watch the comic book movies, yeah. but then like I like I said, it's for like a cheap thrill and to watch some like a hopefully good CGI and shit. But like I don't normally remember them. I don't really get into them. I can't like talk plot with you and everything did like that. Did you see the Ant Man? I didn't see Ant. Oh, no, I think you, maybe I did. That one's funny. The Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, that, I think that I'd, one was funny. Okay, but I, I enjoyed it. But uh, but yeah, man, this Thor that Thor movie blew me away. Great maybe because I wasn't expecting anything. And I thought, like, oh, this is just going to be some overbloated thing about some god of thunder or something. But, man, that movie was fucking great. I'm going to watch it again. It's going to be the only comic book film <laughs> besides, like, one? the original Batman that I've, uh, I've ever watched more than once. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Daily has said I give me- it 10 out of 10 dead daughters. Oh, shit. That's tw- two movies that got 10 Ooh. out of 10 Three billboards and, uh, and Thor Ragnarok. I'll give Colossal mm, 6 out of 10. Still worth watching. I haven't even watched Colossal, but I'll give it three diddled 17-year-olds. <laughs> um, I watched Lady Bird. Yes. And I wrote down... A, a movie about a very here. alive daughter. Yeah, a very eccentric daughter. I wrote down here, it's what I believe watching my so-called life in Dave Daly YouTube watching speed would be like. <laughs> I said the movie was good. It had some funny and touching moments. There were parts just thrown in with no explanation or no resolution. For those of you who've seen it, the priest with the mom scene doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah, yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. But anything that's going to showcase Laurie Metcalf like that. But I, I got to say, I said Oscar-worthy performances. Meh. Really? Laurie Metcalf? Mm-hmm. She, she deserved meh. it. She just seemed like you saw a- it? anal. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you I just read, read the word because meh. I wrote meh in the thing? Daly like, hasn't seen anything that's up for Oscar contention, but and he, he does know that the interrogated guy in Spider-Man was some imaginary character's uncle. Yo, he was in that shit, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and Daly was like, I was on, on the way here. I was like, Daly, are you going to watch any? I was like, we didn't say we were going to watch them, so you don't, no, no big deal. But aren't you interested in like Plus, get out or anything? Give, I would never give you a homework assignment like that, Daly. Yeah, for yeah, the yeah. show. You will never have to put that much effort into the show. I promise you. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I would watch a movie. I, I just don't have any interest in this crop of movies. Just, I saw Get Out. I mean, okay. three get billboards. Out? Yeah, that too. Overhyped. Okay. Overhyped. Three billboards. I'll probably end you'll up like checking it. Out. Get Out. I'll probably end up checking out. Um, I think. That you're crazy if you don't see three billboards. It's no, totally I, I, up want, your alley. I, I wanted to see it since I saw the first. Like, I'd say it. that's the best film that I've seen this yeah, year. Yeah, because Woody Harrelson, I'll, I'll watch it. Dude, Woody Harrelson is so good in that movie. I want to talk about it, but I, oh, yeah, I we'll wait. Give it a little bit. Yeah, well, also I want him to see it too. 
Um, I've seen the extended preview, so I feel like I've seen a good chunk of it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I watched uh, last night, I watched The Post. Um, that's the Meryl Streep and oh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I have no desire in that. I, this, Steven Spielberg doesn't do anything for me anymore. There's just not enough on AFTA that I was like, what am I going to steal? Like, I wanted to watch uh, my friend Dave and, and uh, my friend Kyle were saying that um, Call Me By Your Name is a good, oh, yeah. is a good movie. And I was like, ah, I fucking hate. Um, what's his face? Lone Ranger face. Yeah, the Social um, Network twin guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what they were saying. You need to watch Social Network. And I was like, I haven't seen that movie. And I had no interest of it because of the Eisenberg. Even though I like him and other stuff, I just didn't like the, like that. For some reason, I saw his character and I was like, I don't want to watch this. I do like Garfield too. Mm-hmm. The Tale of Two Kitties. Sure. Why um, and That's so I think I'm gonna experience. watch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch uh, the Social Network just to see. I but remember Social Army Hammer. That's his Army fucking Hammer. name. I remember Social Network being okay, but it was like it was <clears> David Fincher films that like they all like look exactly the same. Trent Reznor does the music for all of them. Like I didn't know it was like I was watching Social Network, but I also could have been watching Zodiac or fucking. Right. Or uh, yeah, I mean it was all right. I saw Zodiac in the theaters and was next to Jenny, and Jenny loves this this little Zodiac story was a good film that like thirty minutes with with like ten minutes left or fifteen minutes left in the movie. I was like, wait, this is true. I know <laughs> I know how this ends. Why am I fuck fuck? <laughs> and like Jenny was fucking Peter. So I was just like, are you serious? You didn't know we were watching about the Zodiac, the Zodiac killer, you killer, idiot. I was That's like, whatever. I'm high on PCP. <laughs> um, did, wait, but so do you know about the like the whole situation of or plot of the post, the storyline? Well, it was uh what um the Washington Post had to do with uh Watergate, right? No, it's pre-Watergate. Oh, uh, pre-Watergate. So, this is what I didn't I thought it was like a Watergate thing as well. Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, wait, this isn't this is different." So, it's a story of a cover-up that spanned for four fucking US presidents pushing the country's first female newspaper publisher that's played by Meryl Streep, uh, mm-hmm. by, uh the person is uh Kay Graham of the Washington Post and her editor Ben Bradley, who's played by Tom Hanks. Um they with joined a really weird wig. Yes. And his accent is great too. No, there was one point where the computer say, froze. Life is like a box of chocolate. I can even do Life is like a box of chocolate. I don't know what I was Punk doing. rock Forest Gump. What? This, that's uh, Sid Gump. Right. Life is like a box of chocolates. Jenny, you're always giving me AIDS. I was a whale. <laughs> Did you get it? I was a whale. Sorry. No worries. Rest it's in peace, funny. Sid. Um, and Tom his, There was one point where the computer stopped and it was like, he answered a question, but the way the accent and voice he was doing that the computer got looped and it just kept going, narp, narp, or yarp. It sounded like he was saying yarp or oh, uh-huh, that happens on uh-huh. that site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, where it gets a little fuzzy. Take it back like, ten quang, seconds quang, quang. and let it. Click I just let it roll through and laugh at it. Oh, we we let it go for like a minute, <laughs> and, and Jenny and I were peeing ourselves because his 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 like the the voice he did for that character was, I guess it was that person, but yeah. it was great. Well, yeah, um, he took a chance. He made a decision and he rolled with it. But I didn't. That's know that. Hanks. Like, it's a uh, so relevant. Like, I know that it's this year's Spotlight. Yeah. But um, and for Daily, like that was a movie last year. It was Spotlight. <laughs> it was about. It was a movie about. It was spotlight. about diddling priests. It was 130 <laughs> minutes of just fucking Spotlight. You yeah. know that Pixar lamp? There's that. It was it, his dad. That, oh yeah. shit! I'm yeah. gonna watch that one. Yeah, it was good. Sometimes the spotlight turned off, <clears throat> and then you got all worried, and then it turned back on again. Yeah. Oscar worthy. I thought when it first turned off that it was just like The Sopranos. Yeah. And then I was like, this is gonna suck. Right. But then it turns back on yeah. again. And you're like, this really speaks to like sexism and racism in America, mm-hmm. uh, trans culture, 
and um, everything else that wins Oscars. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's why this one I was like, wow, this thing shoots on so many levels. The post, <laughs> yeah, it's of got course. the first fucking female publisher who takes over a company, and and there's definitely moments where she's in board meetings and shit, and characters are talking to her, and you're like, don't fucking talk to her like that, you piece of shit. And right. you remember what time of like you know day it is yeah. <laughs> it's three o'clock uh-huh. which is misogynist hour yeah sure um but the the what went down what went on i had no idea and the only thing i didn't like about it there was a, like, there's an ending that they add shit to it that almost makes it seem like they're gonna have a sequel oh god <laughs> it was the like, post two yeah this it was time weird. personal i was like what is this about it's like uh the post two electric boogaloo mm-hmm. yeah but, but i i don't know i thought it was okay the post two movable type i don't know <laughs> <laughs> That would be the post one. That would be pre-post. The post two, Vendetta font. <laughs> <laughs> the post two, nobody uses winding, wing dings. <laughs> the post two, too many commas. <laughs> Do you have one, Daly? Come on, Daly. I got another one, so please, somebody no, have one. No, go for it. I'm... <laughs> Dev? No, <laughs> I just want to... I... The post two, run on sentences for life. All right, I like that one. But yeah, it was, I don't know. I only have three more. Go ahead, go, please. I was going to say the post two. Every Steven Spielberg movie since Jaws, someone's (laughs) had to do a weird accent. (laughs) Remember Daniel Day-Lewis and Lincoln, semicolon, how to dismantle an atomic bomb. (laughs) Speaking of weird accents. What? Like Sid Vicious? (laughs) Sid Gump. (laughs) Johnny! Bloody Johnny, nay! My... My girlfriend laughs at me because I try to do an English accent. I'm really bad at it, so I just say in it all in the time. It, in it. And that. All right, go ahead. You ate all the fucking chocolates. <laughs> yeah, I had some. Oh, wait, what's Jenny's voice? <laughs> I don't know. You <laughs> ate all the fucking chocolates. Bloody fires, Gam. Fashion your teeth, Fires. There you go. I think if you ever think, have a moment where you think you're feeling down in life, just let out a little yeah. Devin fucking british accent because i like it i think like jenny and forrest gump would sound like vivian in the young ones like like <laughs> forrest gump is there on a, a bar- park bench and she just walks in behind like bored 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 <laughs> hey forrest want to see how many press-ups i could do oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i only have um like since i've gotten obsessed with you know dave good old producer dave likes to dive into shit yeah sure um i only have 3 left of these oscar best best mo- picture movies i have uh darkest hour uh-huh. which is dunkirk part 2 electric boogaloo uh-huh um call me by your name which is a love story i believe a summer love interest with this boy and his i don't know army hammer okay um, and then Phantom Thread, which is Daniel Day Lewis as a, a yeah. designer of like clothing, and yeah. then he's like, I think he's like a fucking Don Juan. He falls in love with somebody, and it changes his whole perspective on shit. And then he's like, I got to stop calling him bitch all the time. I'm uh, I'm so in on that. I'm actually probably sometime this week we'll go see it. I was looking; it's actually playing tonight in Red Bank Cinemas was at ten o'clock, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'll go. Ten o'clock's a little too late. Considering yeah. I got to go fly eagles fly at seven o'clock in the morning. That's true. Uh, you got to go fucking fly eagles fly on the road to victory. Which is funny because right here I have a thing that says the Super Bowl has come and gone. Eagles went over Pats. Some. Some takeaways. Mm-hmm. I made up my own words that song. It's fly, eagles fly, on the road to victory. Come on over, hun. You look like you're thirsty. Have some water. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so did you watch it in its entirety, or were you at a party where you were like eating nachos and fucking like 
Oh, don't don't. I tell you what, I was at a party. It wasn't a very big party, but I was at a party with some friends where normally I would be the one in the kitchen yapping it up with the ladies and eating some food and not caring about the game. I was the only one at that party that cared about the game. Really? Because it fucking... It, Personal it, now. Yeah, it, it, it really... This is the only time ever that a football game had any significance on my life and it had kind of a big significance. Well, I was going to say, you got family from Philly. Well, yeah, but I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> that should be the main thing. No, it's, it directly affects my work life. I'm working for the Philadelphia Phillies, right? I mean, the Philadelphia oh, Eagles, right shit. now. Yeah, no. You hear that, Mets fans? And uh, Freudian slip. And my secret, secret, secret day job. And although the job is great and everything, but it, the, them winning the Super Bowl made things a little bit easier. That's all. Weren't you saying if it's it's best if you uh, if you're working somewhere for them to? Yeah, win the Super Bowl. Oh, right, I would say, right. like you know, like if you work for like Exxon, you know, it's probably good if Exxon wins the Super Bowl. Maybe if you're like, a, if you work for the MetLife, you might want MetLife to win the Super Bowl. You know, whatever it is, you you uh, you sell fucking Pokemon at Toys R Us. You're gonna want Toys R Us to win the Super Bowl. What I'm saying here is that if you're working for somebody, it's probably a good idea if they win the Super Bowl. It's good. It's good advice. So I was all in on that game. It was. I had fun watching it. I'm not gonna say that I'm a football fan, but I enjoyed watching it. Was it. a good game. Yeah. I won't lie. It definitely wore my old Eagles shirt Did you? during the game. Okay, look. It, it was like some a, people say we live in South Jersey, so yeah, you could take fuck that. Those people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I thought it was a great game. I, I I I literally daily came by. We had one slice left of the pizza that got there on Saturday night. The sympathy pizza. Sympathy pizza. Um, no, we got some food, and daily was there. It was me, daily, and Jenny. And I was like, I don't give a fuck really about this game. I'm putting this shirt on because I, you know, they were my team growing up. But I'm going to bed, like after the first play on the on this couch. I'm gonna have some wings. I'm gonna go to sleep on this couch. But the game was really interesting. Like for a football game, I I I'm a football fan, and I'll tell you, when that shit gets boring, I'm I'm going to bed. I don't yeah. care. And I, I think football fans knew it because they created a channel just to show you the highlights of games. Like you know you know of Red Zone, right? Yes, yes, yes. So that's yeah, yeah. it's like a brilliant idea that they just show you when shit's actually going down in the game, right? And then the game took me by surprise, and the commercials were actually back to being... I said, like, oh, who cares if the fucking commercials are terrible again? But I got to say, that Tide commercial, if you haven't seen it, I don't amazing. get that. I don't get it. So it's the guy from, the guy from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, and you would think in this moment that Tide would want to kind of just back off on things, considering that everybody's eating their products and dying. No, they need to turn it around with laughs. Oh, okay. I thought it was a brilliant move on their part. All right. They, it was very weird for me. They bought, like... 10 spots they did and that was brilliant it's like no 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 tide we're funny we don't, don't eat us we're funny right we're funny they should have had a fucking contest like if, a, a fucking pods eating contest <laughs> <laughs> where people just would just fall out daily's available for any marketing scheme for any company out there in case you're wondering he'll help you get right back where you need to be a yeah. tide pod eating contest would be the first eating contest in history where it was to the death <laughs> First one to die wins. <laughs> wait, haven't there's been people that died during eating contests though, right? Really? Yeah, there? Was like, sure, there, I, I think choked. we, yeah, somebody choked on bugs that, that dried up in his throat. Really? Eating crickets or there some shit. There was a chick on the on that radio show that died from drinking too much water. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Hold but, your wee for a wee. Yeah, hold your wee for a wee. <laughs> yeah, those guys are hating life. They came up with that fucking I, ad campaign. I do remember one food eating contest I saw where it was uh, it was like a county fair or something, and there was like a whole bunch of people there. And um, and everybody was eating blueberry pies, but this one this one fat kid decided he was going to turn the tables on everybody, and he took some laxative, and he just ate the uh, too many blueberry pies, and he started to throw up, and then everybody there threw up all over each other. Do you remember that? 
No, nah, but I saw I was this one time. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, River Phoenix was there. That's bullshit. I don't know if I'm getting my story correct. Fuck that story. It reminds me of this time me and my friends went to go see a dead body. <laughs> but um, now, what besides the the Tide commercials because they were brilliant? What about those New Jersey Cure commercials? You you texted me that and I didn't I didn't respond because I didn't see them. You didn't see them? I saw one, but I don't know. The last thing in the world I'm going to do is pay attention to an insurance fucking commercial. They were good because yeah. they said some shit, and I was like, did they just fucking say? This, what? Let's see if this what do they fine. say. You got them. If you cheat on your car insurance, you can. Oh, turn that shit. Down. I got it. I got it. Here you go. You ready? Yes. You know what's weird? If you cheat on your car insurance, you can get arrested. But if you cheat at football, you can sleep with a supermodel. Just saying. Cure auto insurance. Now, Drive- I'll give them a, a bunch of credit for making fun of one of the quarterbacks that are in the Super Bowl that they're advertising for. But I'm going to take it all back for him saying, just saying. I hate that fucking so much. Just saying. I love I just hate, saying. I hate when people say just saying. Stop it. With all what? due respect, you're a piece of shit. Just saying. Of just course saying. you're just saying. It's the only thing you could only ever do. You're never not just saying. You're always just saying. There's no no more implication of saying ever than just saying. I hate that phrase so much. Really? Yes. I like just saying. But it is funny to just make fun saying. of the quarterback. Dude, they had... Um, where's the other one? I want to show you... Who? That guy is a piece of shit, huh? Bill, uh, uh, Tom Brady? Yeah, because I was reading a thing today where he the all, all three Super Bowls that he lost, he didn't go shake the other quarterback's hand. Nope. He ran off the field like a little girl. Every other Super Bowl, like in history, there's a picture of the two quarterbacks shaking hands, yeah, but- except the three that Tom Brady lost because he runs right into the locker room and refuses to shake the hand of the person who bettered him. That's fucking That's a bitch move. ass move. Yeah, he's a, he's kind of a bitch. You're right, but he did go home that night and fuck Giselle Bunchen. Whatever, man. Nah, he probably didn't. I'm not in the mood, babe. There was another you one. Think that's... she's not hot? Oh, she kind of looks like a dude. Yeah, I mean she's she's hot. She's a supermodel. There was another one of the commercials that for some reason isn't online yet, but one of the other New Jersey Cure ones. They were just like watching the uh, the Eagles and the Patriots play in the Super Bowl. It's like watching. Uh, it's like dealing, trying to get car insurance from some chick, from some some girl or a gecko, and they both suck. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, it, it occurs to me that control. this is NJ Cure, though. So this was a regional commercial. Like this didn't go yeah. national. Yeah. So, but only. they did have an Eagles one. Where's the? Oh, of course, because South Jersey. Yeah, that's true. Let's see where the fucking. Uh, they had one that was. They had one that was like about blue balls. <laughs> did you not did i not play that for you no so this is just a spot this was a super bowl spot that they tried to submit and the super bowl was like the committee was like no you ready so i heard in the last game new england's quarterbacks balls were deflated at least they weren't blue i mean that may have stolen my spotlight and this is hashtag no more blue balls jesus cure auto insurance drive well this is the other one. Why would Apparently, he- we had some complaints about the hashtag used in our last commercial. Cure Auto Insurance has since made the correction. Sorry if hashtag we offended any other blue balls. blue balls out there. Cure Auto Insurance. Drive. I like how the voiceover artist had to really enunciate. Like, uh, we heard that the quarterback's last game had some inflated balls. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. All right, all right. I don't know. The whole art of enjoying commercials seems a little weird to me. It's cinema. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's fucking, films. It's the worst part of America, which is, <clears throat> is fucking consumerism and advertising. 
I don't like, like buying where's, shit. You don't like where's I the beef? No, I don't like where's the beef. What? I'm glad that bitch is dead. Well, so, so much Daly. like much like Daly, I'm glad that she's dead. Yeah, yeah fuck that crazy. old bitch. Man, she died in like '89. I didn't give a fuck <clears throat> about the the midget from Three Billboards and fucking Morgan Freeman rapping at each other. I didn't give a fuck about that shit. Um, bitch, you cray. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, I didn't know if Dinklage was in that. He's good in it. He was the first. Oh, in in three billboards. Yeah, I was like, it's the first part of the commercial. What are you talking uh, about? Yo, I didn't know he was in that commercial. He's totally gonna win an Oscar for that Doritos <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Kidding me? B- Billy Vlaine did point out to me that that was his song. He worked on that song. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah the kid we the know bus, that worked the with the Buster Rhymes song. So is he sitting around waiting for his check to come in? Yeah, he's like, and I ain't get any credits on that shit. I would have got like three credits on that song. I ain't get nothing. I was like, you want to go kick his ass? I'll fucking help you. He's like, yeah. Wait, who's ass? Peter Dinklage or Buster Rhymes? Buster I'll tell you Rhymes. What, you're not kissing, k- kicking fucking Rhymes' ass. That motherfucker is huge. Yeah, he's he took the Dave Chappelle route of I used to be wiry and thin, and now I'm just jacked. I know. I, I and I. Said Why are you that? calling it the Dave Chappelle thing? That's the fucking Joe Piscopo, my friend. That's true. He fucking originated that. that. Is true. Family Guy did it best when they were like, "Hey, Joe, what are you doing?" And it's just to take a cutaway to him, and he's like, "I don't know. While I work on my my new material, I'm just gonna work lift these weights." <laughs> <laughs> But I, I told him I told him I would help him kick God. his ass, and then like three seconds later, I, I reneged on it. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. He is kind of a big dude." Yeah, no, he'll go flip mode on you. You know, it's funny as a baseball fan, mm-hmm. you you will you will totally understand this next situation that I'm about to talk about because of Joe Buck. But I learned during the Super Bowl that Dave Daly hated one of the commentators, Chris Collinsworth. Fucking dude never shuts he up. Was, oh, he's not the one that the all oh, inter- internet was bitching about the other one. Yeah, no, Chris Collinsworth. That's who it was. Okay. Al Michaels worried, but but he Daly would not shut the fuck every word out of fucking Collinsworth's mouth, Daly would be like look at me like and lean off the couch like, huh? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Are you ready to hate him now? And I'm like, no, I like Chris Collinsworth. He's fucking funny. He's a dick, but he's he's like Vincent Price of the NFL. And uh he looks like him and he and he can be bitchy. But um, then when the internet started talking shit about it, I sent it to Daly, and he was like, "See, <laughs> fucking serious. That guy's an asshole." Never knew no, you hated just, somebody so he much. He just with Collinsworth, it seems like he only has great shit to say about the team when they're winning. But whatever team's winning, he's on that bandwagon, and as soon as the tables turn a little bit, he'll fucking jump on the other bandwagon. Yeah. But 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 this time he didn't. Even even the Eagles were ahead. He was still talking about like. <laughs> Wow, what, what what does the Patriots have to do to turn this one around? I think I think they're still in this. Like he was more worried about them. Yeah, that's what all the complaints were. That he was like he was way he was on the biased. Patriots side. I yeah. didn't take it to be biased as I did to be like. I mean, we were doing the same shit. As a matter of fact, I felt I felt completely vindicated as a man who wants to be a man's man all the time. Like I'm always trying to achieve that man's man level. Sure, of course. Failing That's every what day. I tell everybody about you. They're always like, what's producer Dave like? And I was like, all he wants to be is a man's man. He's but, always trying to reach that man's man's level. But he fails. No, no, I don't tell him that part. Don't tell him. No. But I was like, look, Collinsworth is fucking saying that they, you can't ever call out the fucking Patriots. You can't count them out. No. Not call them out, but count them out. You really can't. And I was like... I'm telling you right now, and this was like maybe halftime-ish uh, or at the end of halftime, and I was like, Daly's like, all right, well, how much time do you think would be the, uh, just enough that, that he needs to turn it around and win? And I was like, a minute and 10 seconds. 
And then what happens in the fourth quarter? Minute and 10 seconds, but then they shave time off the clock, and Daly was like, so what now? I'm like, they don't win. I <laughs> <laughs> was right. I'll tell you another thing uh, about the Super Bowl that I've, I've observed through social media and everything in, in, the, in the few days since then um, is we just – the the automatic hate that just comes out of everybody all the time, and that's what I'm talking about. It's one of the reasons I got off of social media for a little bit. Is like everybody's hating on that Justin Timberlake super uh, uh, halftime show. I didn't get it. it. I thought it was fine. It's it, look. I thought it was dope. It's not. I'm not going to be sitting around talking about it 20 years later like the Prince one. But it was fine. It was entertaining. It it hit all the all the buttons that it had to hit for a halftime Super Bowl. Like yeah, maybe he didn't bring out. Uh, the, 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 I think the Prince uh, Prince tribute was tasteful since it was in his hometown. And uh, and he did his thing. He played his hits. He did his dancing with his background dancers and everything like that. Like there was nothing. Was it amazing? I uh, know, but was, I'm also it not. It was a I'm not Vegas a, medley of right. Justin Timberlake. He did it Vegas style, like Tom Jonesy style. So you could see he was singing. So right. check right there. He's singing. You could see when he wasn't singing that it was a track. He made it obvious. The camera was there, and he was like taking a breath or making a face at the camera. So he showed. Yes, I was singing then. I'm not singing now. I'm dancing now. Cool. Then the third thing, I thought the thing with, with Prince, although Prince has gone on the record as saying that when people who are dead and people who are alive do duets, are it's like fucking demonic. But they did it for like 30 seconds. They did it for no time. Like his family knew about it and it wasn't a hologram, which I was like, that's going to be weak. Like yeah. this whole hologram shit is stupid. Projection. But it was a projection on a waving like white yeah. lace. Like Prince would have dug that shit. If it was just a big set of girls' panties and they put his face on it, that would be the only thing better than what they did. Sure. Because that little wavy, I was like, or look, it's panties. like one of his, or men's panties. It's Prince. Um, but you know, or it was just, I thought it was really well done. And, and I saw some of our nicest mutual friends, uh, a artist we know, uh, her name Amanda. She was like, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. I, I, and, and I saw her comment on a couple of people like, can you believe how like that, that was terrible? And I was like, man, I, I thought it was really good because it was wholesome, which is what you're looking for. Cause it's a football game for kids and people. Yeah. He's not doing all of his stuff with that much attitude. Like he cut out the bad parts of his songs because there are kids fucking watching. It's like Americana kind of thing. You know, it was, like, I it thought was, he did a good job. It was fine. The way I would describe it is it was fine. It was entertaining for what it was. Yeah. And then people immediately, this fucking sucks. This fucking. Everybody's so miserable in their own lives that all they can do is just tear down other fucking people that are trying to do something. It's just, I'm just, I'm over it. I'm fucking sick of it. I Pe- did find out. People are retarded. I, d- I did find out. <laughs> that sums it all up. We can just move on. <laughs> he, uh, he, our friend Sean was working at that game, uh-huh. and uh, he did pass by Sean at a point during the day, and Sean said hello, and uh, Justin just kept going on his way, and that makes me not kind of like, that's, that's the yeah. only thing I thought about Justin was like, all right, dude, my friend says hi to you. You say hi back. That is, yeah. He, but- d- he did say hi to Pink, who was walking with her daughter on her shoulders, and she was like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, and that was nice, you know. Whatever, man. JT, what the he fuck? He had a lot dude? on his mind, man. Yeah, he was he's preparing to, for his big show. The Super Bowls. I heard the they were selling the Jordans <laughs> he was wearing uh, at the Super Bowl, and they sold out like during the halftime show. That's ridiculous. They sold Jordans Yo, at the but, show, but he did introduce Selfie Kid. <clears throat> did you see the yeah, memes? That's a good meme. Did you, did you see the bunch of those? Yeah, like, yeah. man, I was Yo, I was wondering about but, that because I was like, loves out, memes. That kid made out pretty good. He was on uh, Good Morning America the next day, and really. Yeah, they did like a ten minute, ten minute interview with this fucking kid. That kid was that that shit was so set up though. Like they knew it was gonna be that kid. I don't know. I, I don't know. 
I just think I don't think so. I just think the whole thing is like if you next year come this time next year we're gonna be like who did the halftime show last year? It's not that big of a deal, but it's not fucking like oh my god my life is ruined. Like dude, it was fucking fifteen to twenty minutes out of your life. Yeah. You could have went and took a shit. Like relax. Everybody just wants to tear everybody down all I, the fucking time. Like, I thought the especially other artists. Honestly, man, like you were talking about yeah, yeah, that. Somebody we know. It, the, I see that a lot in in people, and I don't. I just I don't. Re, it, it takes respect for me as the other person as an artist. Like I'll sit in here and say like that shit sucks like jokingly. Yeah. Or I, or. or or I'll, or I'll say like I don't want like the comic book movies I give a lot of shit to and country music I give a lot of shit to and everything like that. But ultimately, anybody who fucking you know does it gets on st- stage and, and does who works something the grind and 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 fucking is successful at it. I think that's what it comes down to is a lot of these people are just fucking are you know in their mid thirties and forties. They're they're not where they want to be. They see other people living the life that they want to live, and they get mad about it. And the only way they could do it is by like spitting this vitriol at them. I when it's done in a creative, funny way, like memes and shit. Like there was a couple memes where they were making fun of that stupid cowboy out- outfit he was wearing, and that was, they were hilarious. They made me laugh, but that wasn't hatred. It was a funny joke. But some people are just like, Justin Timberlake should die. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know? People love to be so angry. Yeah, so angry. Like, go, if you're that angry about the one of the least important things on the face of the planet, the Super Bowl halftime show, then you must really be angry about things that really <laughs> matter in your life, like your dick size or how your wife doesn't love you anymore or how much your job sucks and your boss doesn't fucking uh, respect you or all the things that are probably leading you to the internet to write these fucking horrible things about people you don't know. Pretty over it. Yeah. It's not nice. No, it's not. It's not, it's not nice at all. Nice it's at not, all. You know. I, you know. I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this or not, but I grew up with the idea of if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Keep it shut. Yeah. Don't say zip. That's the way no. it is, man. I love every single band out there. Congratulations. I never make fun of any band. Congratulations. I think that all music is is respectful in its own right. Congratulations. Dev. What? You got to chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> yeah, I see my own. I see my own hypocrisy. We don't, don't worry about it, boys. I see it. Amber, I just Amber is the color of your energy. It right is. Now. I gotta say, I think he's right. <laughs> Amber is the color of your energy. I, I, did I don't like wish also, death on three eleven. I just think they wrote one of the worst songs ever. I don't know. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I thought the choreography part too. People were like, those people Whatever. volunteer to do that shit. Yeah. It was fine. It was great. It was it was whatever. This is what I'm saying. Talking about it too much on either side of things isn't worth it. I it was just a super it was a it was a, a milk toast Super Bowl halftime show. That's all they ever are. Prince was like the shining star out of nowhere one time in the history of the Super Bowl. None of them out and the other the only time that you could think of is when Justin Timberlake whipped the, the titty out. And that was there that wasn't a very good thing. It's just whatever it is. It's not anything to get excited or angry about. It's just a stupid Super Bowl performance. I was hoping they'd have Lady Gaga. Gaga again flying around on wires. That would have been nice. Walk around. I love Gaga. Gaga's like canceled her whole tour this year. Oh, she got the gout? She got the gout. gout. She's no, got she, something. She, she, she got serious Gaga gout. She got Gaga gout. She needs, to, she needs to just take a break and get better. She can hang out. Mike Tyson can Oi! Lady Gaga! You have the gout? It's me, Sid Gump. <laughs> oh shit. Here comes Nancy Jenny. Born, born, born. <laughs> She's got a deeper voice than Sid. Yeah, I know. That's what I like about it. I like about it. Um, I'll tell you what. Jenny fucking Gump and um, in the beginning of... Oh, no. That's not... Never mind. I watched another superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman was all right. Yeah, it wasn't good. But uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, Godot. Oh, she's so good. She looked, God, I was like, Gal Godot. How old is she now? Like in her 50s? Old enough to party. God damn. Gal Gadot? No, 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 no. I'm talking about... Uh, oh, House of Cards chick. Yeah, Jenny uh, Gump. Jenny Gump. Uh, Sean Penn's ex-wife. Robin Wright. Wow. That's so sexist. She belongs to him? Dude, I just... That's I had to get there. I was just... I was just You're saying a sexist my pig. Wait, who is she in that movie? She was the she's mom. The, she's the general. No, no, she's the general, the one that trains her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. both those chicks look the same. Yeah. I was happy with you. All right. One. Now who's sexist? <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> Where the fuck are you looking Also, she dies in that movie, so you could hate her, too. Fucking bitch. Now I give that movie one. No, I give that movie point five dead daughters. Yeah, out of it was 10. it was all right. <laughs> I give I, that daughter one dead mom. I, I like Chris Pine in that better than anything. I like the guy from uh, the third season of Fargo the best. The one that ends up being the bad guy at the end. I love oh, that yeah. dude's good. That was weird. That was a good twist. Whatever in Super Bowl after the Super Bowl is what was even more fucking hysterical. I don't give a fuck about that show. That shit was crazy. What? This I'm talking about no, oh. no. That's all how at dare the party you, I was sir. at. That's all everyone was talking about. Is how much they love that I'm show. I'm talking about the craziness in the city of brotherly love, my friend. Mm, I'm all Did in you it. see all the shit that was going on out <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. People fucking. They're like, you ain't greasing these poles. People literally bought things that they could wrap around the poles that were greased up so that they could climb the poles even if they were greased up. That is preparation for debauchery at its highest. You got to give them credit. I was actually thinking that. Now, again, my whole family's from Philly. I'm used to the Philly mindset. Mm. And my family was like a bunch of fighters and drunks from Philly. They're, they were the people, if they weren't all in their 80s now, would be the people that were out there breaking shit and burning things. Fucking straight up savages. No cousins? You don't think you had any cousins in no, I do. Mom? Yeah, I do. And they might have been in it. But um, when uh, last week when they were showing that uh, oh, before the, the Eagles won the championship game, they were showing that they were greasing up the telephone yeah. poles. I was like, this is a bad idea to show this. Like, th- you need the element of surprise for this because now they're going to prepare. I was literally thinking that. And they did. The news. Like a bunch of gremlins just fucking running around destroying shit. It was, it was fucking nuts. They fucking cars on their sides. Yeah. And then uh, smashing windows of like stores, yeah. which is why there's yeah. no need for that. Yeah. But then the pinnacle that will forever put a brown stain on the Super Bowl 52 is the fucking Philly fan eating horse shit off the ground. Yeah, that's very weird. Fucking 35-second video of a man, grown-ass man. Had a little Pink Flamingos moment. Fucking had enough time to do his best divine impersonation. <laughs> he throws that fucking... He had a scarf on. He throws it back, <laughs> and it just falls back down. But then he's like, here we go, everybody. <laughs> What the fuck would possess you to think that in this day and age when there are phones with video cameras everywhere that you should be the guy on the ground eating the duty? Now, it does occur to me, though, that like it, it, <laughs> Don't eat the it must be like chaos, you know, and maybe that guy has been living a secret life where all he's really wanted to do is eat horseshit. But he, eat this horseshit. He always just felt that like the, 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 the fabric of society, the limitations put on us by 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 the social like social interactions. He just never felt comfortable about eating horse shit now finally his hometown football team wins their first super bowl everybody's out in the street it's a riot it's total chaos and he thought to himself now's my time he saw a window and he took it so if you look at it closely enough he might be the horse shitting hero that we all need in our lives i guess so i guess he looked down at that and he was like finally it has happened to me right in front of my face some horse shit <laughs> on the ground yeah and then the horse shit's like Finally, it's happy. Look, all I really care about 
is what float I'm going to be riding on Thursday. I asked him, you know, as a, a member of the, the Philadelphia Eagles, like where my ring is <laughs> and what float I'm, they're going to allow me on. Where's I, my I, ring? I think they're going to put me on the same one as the quarterback. They want me up there wa- waving at everybody. You know what I mean? I just picture you having a Kevin Hart moment. You saw that shit too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, look, yeah, more power to him for his shit, but I, there's nothing about Kevin Hart. That, I used to love that man. Did, did you see his his morning after video? Yeah. That <laughs> was funny. Like, that was the dumbest shit anyone ever did. Super Bowl still won by the <laughs> What, he tried to get up on the podium or something? Yeah. yeah. Like, they were going to be like, oh, comedian Kevin Hart, please come up here. And then he fucking got in on somebody's interview. Jesus. And the best part was that dude was still bigger than Kevin Hart when he was sitting in a chair. Oh, I'm sure. Kevin Hart rolled up. <laughs> he was all talking. He took the mic and shit. He was like, what? Everybody know crazy. Blah, 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 blah. And the dude was like, whatever. You were drunk as shit. <laughs> he was wasted. He was so wasted. And then when he tried to, to Last get person up I saw do that was Courtney Love. Yeah. The MTV thing, right? Yeah, yeah but they wanted her there. Yeah. yeah Madonna, Madonna was like, come on up. Oh, I that was a bad move. I immediately regret this. Yeah, Kurt Loader should have been like, "Really, Madonna? You you just fucked up. I'm out. You you fucking interview this dumb bitch. I hate her. She killed her husband. <laughs> and now coming up to uh, intercept this interview with me, Madonna is a murderer. We have Courtney Love. So Courtney Love, what was it like when you uh, pulled the trigger on that shotgun? To uh, blow the brains out of the most loved person in America. Why are you looking at my boobs? <laughs> He's totally looking at my boobs. Now, Courtney, on a serious tip, um, I saw your boobs in Man on the Moon, and they looked normal, but then I saw them in Montage of Heck, and they looked purple. Care to comment? <laughs> oh, you're always looking at my boobs. <laughs> okay. I like the fucked up tub titties better, to be honest. <laughs> Well, now I know what the name of this episode is. Yo, I need this. I need this episode now. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> Fuck! I hope I didn't laugh too soon. Every no, time I'll, I'll edit that shit out. Every time Daly says something, we have to hold our breath for oh, a three try. count and then start yep, laughing. I try I don't so want to ruin bad. these clips. I, I we already got that. The last one, I think, I would love it if Daly was like at the, at the microphone with like Courtney Love, and he's like, "No, I don't want to be here anymore with this interview." Like seriously, she killed her fucking husband. And just walks <laughs> off. <laughs> what, what would that, that would be? I fucking saw her getting into a limo in the city when I was driving home one day, and like I was so mad that like I didn't recognize her sooner because I I had the thought like as soon as I recognized who who she was, I was looking for a scrap of paper and a pen. I was like, because ah, I was literally gonna write your fucking whore you murdered kurt you dumb bitch or something you should have wrote down did you or did you not kill your husband yes check yes or <laughs> check no and then just hand it to him and be like just give it back to me murdering whore <laughs> i told you my courtney love i told it on this podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to reiterate it if you haven't heard it but there's a, court, a crazy courtney love story that i have that i told on one of these episodes go find it, it. might have been when, when richie was still doing the show you told it with us oh i did no okay no yeah. Or maybe you told it after we did a show. Uh, maybe. That's a weird thing that we do. Yeah. We talk about old shows. That's true. Um, another Super Bowl night situation that happened to be to put how people can be such dicks, but well planned out. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Somebody robbed Rob Gronkowski's house while he was playing at the Super Bowl. Perfect crime. Perfect crime. Perfect crime. If you know I, that that dude's going to be at the Super Bowl, rob his house. It's great. That's the ingenuity and uh, entrepreneurial spirit that we need to see in young America. 
is when these football players are out there playing their hearts out, trying to win a trophy, you're in there robbing all their shit. I love it. I have a little joke in here, too. I forgot that oh, I did this. Please. You know what the best thing to do with a joke is announce it before you say it. I have a joke, Dave <laughs> okay. Daly. Excuse me? I want to hear this joke. Patriot Rob Gronkowski's home burglarized while he was away at a Super Bowl. No horseshit found, so Philly fans have been ruled out. Ah. <sighs> Going back to that guy. I don't think we should make fun of him. I think that guy's living his best life, as the kids say. Yeah, he's got... T- dude, that dude that is in everything. son of a bitch. You know, he doesn't really spend... I think Rob Gronkowski's oh, yeah, I was genius. talking about the horse shit eater. Oh, but yeah, that guy's fucking toast. I don't know. I, I, I just saw Gronkowski for the first... But he was the one that, that they threw the pass, the last pass of the yes. game to, right? And they had like six guys And he him. was like bigger than... It, it looked like the fucking... Like the boss battle and at the end of a game where <laughs> you're like it looked like fucking he was pissed in Honda and everybody else was Lil Mac. Like, is that dude that much bigger than everybody he's else in life he's he's big i had compared it to if it was uh when they do in basketball how they're doing cross cross sports uh-huh. and it was like the mexican soccer team versus like fucking the austrian power lifters it looked like he was fucking king kong and all the other people were the helicopters that he was swatting down <laughs> yeah they were <laughs> there were six of them i said to our friend sean i was like dude that last play with gronkowski it looked like a synchronized swimming fucking session like they he just came out of a like a bulb of other bodies that weren't the same size as him. Uh-huh. Like he just came out that like it's fucking immensely huge. He's man. a big dude. And he got robbed. Oh well. He can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's on everything. Yeah. He makes a he's uh, advertising for the corn bowler. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were making an arrested development fucking uh, I didn't announce it, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, in the future, you need to all announce right, all you. your jokes. I, didn't want to, I thought you know, need to know when I thought that's how you coming. wanted it. <laughs> oh, I do. I want all jokes known up front in this. That's right. I mean, no element get, of surprise. Look, you gotta have you, some you fucking shut your mouth when you're talking to me. <laughs> um, I do. I got to take it at a serious level for you, Dev Dog. And I'm sure you've heard this, but I, I wanted to say I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh, in memoriam. Uh-uh. Sorry, Dev Dog. John Mahoney of Frazier dies oh, no, 77 that. years old, man. What a shame. That sucks. Yeah. And, and they, they really didn't say what it was. He got sick quick, they said. Probably they didn't the say flu, what it was. Man. It says uh, died after short illness. Oh, yeah. But uh, <sighs> that's the thing about becoming 77 is the flu can you might kill not you. become nah. 78. Riot 77. Oi, 77 is when the brought his sex pistols, ate their first box of chocolates. You're always saying you're going <laughs> to give me chocolates, but you never give me any because you eat all the fucking chocolates. Nancy, Jenny, let's go into that hotel room. I think that'll be a good idea. We'll probably both come out alive from that. Sid fucking gum. <laughs> I'll kick in your fucking bollocks and make you take your Jacobs out. You think when uh, Sid Gump was stabbing Nancy, Jenny, she was like, stab, Sid Gump, stab. <laughs> Good one. You didn't fucking announce that nah, was coming. I'm sorry. Shame on I you. I didn't think it was going to be funny. Yo, I didn't know your boy was in so many good movies. Yeah, well, he was part of um, the Steppenwolf, I believe. Yeah. He was part of Steppenwolf yeah, with Laurie uh, Metcalf and uh, John Malkovich and Gary Sinise and Gary all those Sinise guys. Gary Sinise put out a thing like, yeah, you know, yeah. one of my brothers, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was a, he was a good actor. Like everyone Chicago knows him. Chicago boy. Everyone knows him from Frasier, which he was great in, but yeah, he was in a bunch of shit. I didn't know he was like a native Brit. I didn't know that either. Yeah, when I read, he was he was born in England. Really? Yeah, and he came here when he was nineteen and joined the army, and then fucking became an American heartthrob, John Mahoney. It's a good looking dude. He is. I, I fucking 
first knew him from uh, She's the One. That was like the movie that I was like, that guy is hysterical. He's such a dick. You yeah. See She's the One, uh, the Ed Burns. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who's that? Jennifer Aniston's in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Fuck yeah. that bitch. <laughs> is she <laughs> dead? She's alive. Yeah, what the fuck? No, I just don't like Cameron Diaz. Uh, she's just weird looking. Did, well, why? Because she swallowed she, somebody else's cum? Maybe because she fucking took the <laughs> steering wheel and fucking jerked that bitch. Is that why? <laughs> She'll always be in my, my, my fucking book of favorites just for that one line and that one crazy ass movie. She's so lucky there's not so many fucking video memes of that shit forever. I don't know why everyone let that go. Yeah. I talked about it for months after I saw that. I was like, yo, I saw this movie. It was a pretty weird movie. Like Tom Cruise had a mask and no one knew what was going on. But she screamed, I fucking swallowed your cum and then drove off a bridge. It's the best <laughs> the best scene in movie history nobody gives it any credit she should get nominated for an act an oscar this year for that fucking scene i like that movie i don't know why it was a good movie i mean it was a remake of uh was it yeah vanilla sky there's a spanish movie but it's called by nia sky sky called something totally else same same exact plot yeah some spaniard did it it was a remake. <laughs> I, like how, I wish we we have to start videotaping these. I like how he's like some Spaniard did it and just looked away <laughs> like he was fucking. He had better shit going on to the other side. Daly has some obscure fun facts about film. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, it. Um, he didn't. He wasn't like you know that they actually did empty Times Square for that shot. They did it at like four o'clock in the morning, and they actually made sure that there was no traffic in there for that whole shot, which is like a, a piece of information everybody knows. That is the freakiest part of that movie, man. Just to see that yeah, empty like that, it's like so weird, and not CGI. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yeah. every other movie where they do an empty New York thing, like that uh, that uh, Will Smith vampire film and all, all that shit. Like that's all CGI'd, but this was like they legit cleared out Times Square, which is actually, weird. Ima- imagine like you could do who would you can't. Stick it. They don't even do that for that Nick Cage movie when the guy crashed into that pizzeria. He hit the pipe. Uh, it's yeah. like a few years back, but like they only like closed off the the space that he was going to drive. Yeah, like everyone was still going about their business yeah, everywhere it's else. The largest commerce they, hub in the world. They did block the street for that uh, Will Smith movie. Oh, they did for at least a few scenes. I actually, was, yeah, they'll block a street. Oh yeah, yeah. but not Times Square. For legend, no, no, legend, but right? it was it, yeah for Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like Tenth Ave or something down. Yeah. down I remember in, seeing down it in the twenties. But yeah, they blocked off like three or four blocks, and they had a dude that was actually like putting like weeds and shit in the cracks of the, in yeah, the, in right. the, in oh, the pavement yeah. to make it look like it was overgrown. They were spraying uh, dust all over the cars that were parked there. Really, <laughs> must have sucked if you left your car there and they were just like fucking. And then suddenly. A new Toy and B tile came up. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that Will Smith is behind the whole Toy and B? It's possible. Tile thing. <laughs> or his uh, wife. While we last, you know, you put out a thing today. Has anyone fucking uh, gotten sexual assault or do we stop? That was my last post. You know, I did that on purpose because I, I knew I was going I was going off of social media and I was like, here's a little experiment. <clears throat> I'm going to put something. I'm going to put a post up on Facebook just to make it a little bit more intense for me because, you know, like like anybody, I want to I want to get the accolades. So if I put something up that I think is interesting, I'll go back and I'll check and see how the likes are doing. <clears throat> but I put that up and then immediately deleted the Facebook app for my phone knowing that I'm not going to check it again for a week. That was brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, brilliant. my question was, it wasn't even that good of a joke, but my question was, is that did celebrities stop being, uh, what? how did I word it? Um, creepy sex jerks, or did we all just stop giving a shit? Because I haven't heard of one in a while. It seems like that, that, uh, that crusade is over with. That shit's going on like, you know, locally now to an extent. My Jenny was telling me that 
in the roller derby <laughs> Who realm. Who do you fucking look like? You instantly like ended up looking like somebody. I'm going to take a picture of that, Daly. So while I'm talking, Daly just decided to put like some kind of fucking sock on his head. I needed that on my head. It's all right. All right. Let me see. Does it look good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just looks like you're rocking a limp biscuit. I'm just going to, then that's what I'm going to fucking, I'm just going to post this right now. Give me a second. I'm just going to write rocking a limp biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I found this shit in my pocket. I was like, I wonder if this will fit on my head. So I put it on my head. Wait, is limp biscuit like a euphemism for uh, uh, an unerect penis? I'm just a flaccid donger. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, who knows? It's, it's stupid. A limp biscuit. Because you can't do it all for the nookie if you can't get it up. That's a, it's like mm. a oxymoron. A contradiction, if you will, Fred Durst. Yeah, that's not cool, Fred Durst. Fucking chode. I knew I was going to say that you, you put up that post, mm-hmm. and then I was going to note that we didn't know. It didn't get like any news, really. That dude from Glee that killed himself oh, last no. week. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, because he was a kitty toucher. He wasn't he a was toucher. A... Don't don't change. Don't fucking you know, he, tell Well, he story. wanted to touch kids, but he got found with kitty porn. He, he hanged himself in the woods, which I, I can't. I don't like that the proper version is hanged. I had a really tough time typing hanged in the packet. I like to say hung. He hung himself. Yeah, but that's not right. No, it is hanged. It's hanged. What was I thinking the other day? Was really himself. Oh, you know what bothers the shit out of me? Stupider. Shouldn't it be more stupid? Doesn't more stupid sound so much better than stupider? Stupider sounds stupid. Stupider's real? Yeah. The, the actual word itself is stupider. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought it was like, you know, more stupid. Yeah, more stupid would be much better. All right, anyway, go on. Yeah. So, so anyway, this guy hung himself. Mark with a guitar Salling string. or Sailing or whatever the fuck, 35 years old. He was on Glee? Yeah, he was Wait, the main character on Glee. He's 35. I thought everyone in Glee was in high school. No, they're they're over now, yo. When was Glee on? Like the 80s. Really? The 80s. I thought that was Hill Street Blues. No. No, Glee came on. I know no. some motherfucker from Hill Street Blues 2000, hung himself, like 2005 yeah. yeah, Glee. Okay, so 12 years ago? Yeah. All right, so he was like in his early twenties. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, um, he was dead now. He was just—it was just a couple <laughs> of yeah. It was just a couple. Yeah, this of is one dead person. I'm not mad at. I'm very glad he hung himself. Wait, so that you, you said that wrong, <laughs> completely wrong. But I'm not mad. I was like, wow, you are a dick, man. <laughs> like, I'm not mad that I'm proud of him. <laughs> you think he did? It he did the, the right, right thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, him taking himself out. Yeah, yeah. it's a wrap. You yeah. gotta go. Get the I, fuck I out of here. I can't even hate that. Nah, but you don't hate him. Not now. That's the opposite. So what happened? He got. He got. Uh, he. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He. He got. He was gonna go to jail for fucking like 25 years or some shit, and uh, he got busted for having downloaded 50,000 child abuse images on his PC, and another 4,000 on his flash drive. So this motherfucker. Not thinking, like, how do you not think that you're gonna get in trouble before before the cops came to his house? Did they did they send him text him a picture of that Mike Dirt tattoo? <laughs> no, that's my favorite thing that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sometimes I just laugh about it. It's fucking hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we're talking about that Black Mirror episode with the kid touchers, and they texted that that uh, what was was it supposed to be on the internet? The face it, it represents yeah. the. Uh, well, it's something fake, but it's everyone knows what I'm talking about. That. The V for Vendetta face? No, no, no. Or the or their version of whatever that. Whatever, yeah, face but is. no, it's supposed. To, it's called something. It's like the something face, like the. On, I don't know. My friend Tom, Tom, 
Tommy, uh, what do we call him? Creepy ass Tommy. Creepy ass Tommy <laughs> told me about it. Um, but anyway, Richie thought it was the tattoo that Mike Dirt from Green Day has on his arm. And we're talking about the episode. And he's like, yeah. And everyone started getting texted that Mike Dirt tattoo. <laughs> and I literally had to, I had to think about it for a while. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then I visualized the tattoo of Mike Dirt's arm. And I've never stopped laughing since. That was like two <laughs> years ago. Sorry. So anyway, he got. He was like, when you stop laughing, I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that ship is sailed. There, um, <laughs> So yeah, he fucking got texted the Mike Dern tattoo, and then the cops came. Yeah, and but uh, he he the cops came because he got he got tipped off by his ex girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I don't fuck. Which is good. Yeah. Not like not like wow, what a bitch for telling on him. Like, yeah, dude, what do you? I don't understand shit like that. Like I don't understand these Hollywood celebrities that don't just take the easy fish. You know, like they fucking like. What's the matter with you? Why would you go for children? Clearly, you have group glee, glee groupies that'll do shit for you. Or you know, if you're sexually yeah, yeah. whatever, and well, you is be this a pervert? Was this a, kids? Was this guy a homosexual man? No, really, no. His ex girlfriend. That's another bias about Glee that I guess I had. I thought it was all homosexuals. Not no. that that's a bad thing. I just thought it was. Look, no, bro. I thought I would be. I'll be a character on Glee. I love gay, to sing some shit. Thirty-five, twenty-four, fucking black, white, and green. If you. And, and if you, for some reason, you're a horrible person and your kink is looking at pictures, uh, 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 inappropriate pictures of, of underage people, still, if you're dumb enough to have that on your computer nowadays, like, dude, th- can I tell you something that happened the other day? I went to the store and I bought Welch's 100% Concord grape juice. I came home and I went on Facebook. I had an ad for Welch's 100% Concord grape juice. That isn't a coincidence. So you think Facebook knows that I'm buying Welch's 100% Concord grape juice and you don't think that the fucking FBI is going to find out that you have 5,000 images of kitty porn on your fucking computer? You're a fucking idiot. After watching The Disaster Artist, like many people, I've just been around the house being like, you're tearing me apart. Or I've been like, I did not hit her. I did not hit her. I did not hit her. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> and like, all I want to do gonna is scream that out. That's going to become the new fucking. Uh, um, God, I'm about to try to say it. And I can't even think of it. Uh, what was a line that Austin Powers used to say? <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, it's, it's, that's going to be like, or that's going to be like the new my wife. Yeah, it, it, totally. Yeah. I, I can't stop saying it around the house. But my phone then decided the other day to send me a picture of a T-shirt. That just has Millhouse saying, Lisa, you're tearing me apart. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Our phones are listening to us. Phones are totally... Tracking our purchases. Everything. Oh, sons of bitches. But... And this guy thinks he's going to get away with having 50,000 downloads. In fact, that, I'm not even at... I'm like the fucking guy who's storing all this porn for the fucking porn apocalypse. Yes. I don't have 50,000. I think my number was something at like 4,000 or some shit like that. Yeah, and that's pathetic. And that's been years. <laughs> It's been years. <laughs> and anytime I years. see something and I save it. All right, now I've seen you. I don't you. think I've downloaded 50,000 of anything in my whole life. Oh, no, mine aren't downloads. They're just like... Uh, you well, you know what I'm saying. Site. Like, What if the internet goes on, man? You need a hard drive backup of that. How long did it I have it a hard drive backup of the old day stuff. That's good enough. <laughs> the classics. The classics. That'll get you through. So there's a lot of like Jenna Jameson and Devin. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like Christy Canyon. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> 
forgot about her. <laughs> Milk Jugs McGee. Well, if you have any Tracy Lords, throw that the that's, fuck out. That, I'm keeping that. No. Statute of Limitations. <laughs> Those actually just got re-released. Like really? they They were put out a while, like Wait, years ago. that can't happen. Yeah, it did. Uh, There's yeah. still a 16-year-old child in that video. It doesn't matter when it was filmed. That's still a 16-year-old child you're looking at. That can't fucking happen. Don't look at those. Fruit on the vine. Don't. I got okay. those on VHS. Son. Don't, don't defend. They can't take that away. Well, you know what's so funny that if you do look up any like a lot of the old '80s porn, that if you look it up on like X videos or or whatever fucking she comes Pornhub or anything, no, not even that. But a lot of it you could tell is just dubbed straight from VHS because a lot of times they'll have those wrinkly lines on the bottom and they'll like flip through. See that little funny. tracking bar pop up. That's if you had auto tracking. <laughs> I forgot all about tracking. Tracking is good. That's when you heard that I had, noise. I had VHS that noise. had like you had to manually set the tracking. You had, had a little fucking knob or some shit. You're like, Whoa. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, you you turned me on to that site after that has all the movies. That's how I've been burning through most of the movies, and uh, and it, I went on there and I was I was sifting through the movies. They have pretty much like every major movie that's been out since 1929 on there. Yeah. And uh, and you could literally go through the years. You hit year, and it goes from 1929 to 2017. And uh, I was like looking at it, and I was like, "Nah, there's nothing I wanted to watch." If in 1980 fucking seven, or even 1992, you told me that there was this magical, no, this is on my iPad that I that I fucking project to my t- my my big screen TV. If you told me that you were going to give me a, a a small tablet computer that I could project to my giant fucking at the time would have been giant. And what's that like a fifty inch TV, mm-hmm. right? Fifty five, fifty five inch 55. TV, and and you're going to give me on this tablet not only the access to watch all the porn in the world, buy anything you want, do anything you want, but also a website that's going to give you basically every movie that's ever been made that you could watch for free on your 50 inch tv i would have that would have been it i would have been like felt like the richest human being in the world you never would have had to bother me again i would have been the happiest day of my life i go on that thing and i'm like nah this thing sucks there's nothing to watch i don't want to see any it's just so crazy how quickly we get adapted to these things that and just fucking 25 years ago would have been life-changing craziness yeah i feel the same way about netflix yeah netflix anything I go, like now Although I set I, list for myself. I started watching that Ultra Carbon pretty fucking. Oh yeah, I started watching yeah. it. And I was is that the, is that a, the the start of it or is there another season that you got to no, catch up? No, on? no, no. This just, start, started. just started. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, I, I'm like in three episodes. I really like it. It's I mean, sci-fi the special effects are special effects are good. Awesome. Acting's good. A lot of titties. Nice. Yeah. What's what's gotten turned on that everyone was so excited for, and now they're so fucking pissed about is fucking Cloverfield. I was so excited. Did you watch it? I look. Uh, it, it, Cloverfield is a is a love or hate it thing. I think. Wait, I, I got to put a pin in this. Have you noticed how Philadelphia this nigga sounded I since know, he's with coming, you? You are like dude, so been, Philly since you started working there, I yo. So, you Philly the fuck out of your voice now. I love it. it, it I com- love it. it com- here's the deal: is that it's always been there. It comes out when I'm drunk sometimes, but I've been working in Philly for the last month yeah, and a half, been and there, it's, it's coming out. I like it. But uh, um, yeah, Cloverfield. I I love Cloverfield. I loved it. That movie was amazing. That was one of those movies where when it came out, I like I watched it, watched it again, then made my girlfriend at the time watch it, made my brother watch it, made like I would go around with it and be like a movie bully, huh? We gotta watch this shit. It was just one of those movies that I loved. 
and a lot of people hated it but i still to this day i fucking i'll if it's on i'll watch it and then they did 12 to uh, 10 cloverfield lane which was like a cool little side story on it fucking I, that one i liked. that I movie like was awesome one. you didn't like the first one nah, it didn't really do anything for me so when i'm sitting this it, dude loves trolls too <laughs> but trolls too can we, can we yeah but um when I was sitting there and that commercial came out and they dropped it, I had never heard anything about it. I was so fucking stoked. As a matter of fact, that's how I started watching Alter Carmen because uh, I was like, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm watching that movie. I cannot wait. New Cloverfield is going to be fucking amazing. And then uh, I went on Rotten Tomatoes, which I probably shouldn't have done, and it gets a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and everyone just like was panning it and I was like, ugh. Is it a movie? It's a movie. A nah, it's a movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know. It was, I thought it was no. a series for some reason. I was so excited, but I don't know. I'll still, I think I'm still going to watch it, but now that my expectations are dulled, I'm going to wait. I'm going to burn it. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch that. Yeah. Fuck all those Oscar nominated movies. Cloverfield, the best movie ever. I fucking loved the first Cloverfield. I thought it was good. I thought it was. What is this one called? Uh, Clover, the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh. Yeah. People's arms be coming off and shit in the commercials. Somebody, somebody of substance is in it. Is there actually an actor in it? I was like, oh, really? Because as soon as I saw that it was on Netflix, I was like, all right, this is going to be like a, a low budge kind of thing. But maybe. He's a man of substance. But there was some real actor in that. But I don't think I remember who it is. Anyway. Anywho. We've been talking a lot about movies lately. That's yeah. what we do. Well, you know, we got March, what, 4th is the Oscars or March 5th? Something like that. Is the Oscars? Well, they haven't had that shit yet. <laughs> it was in the... It already God happened. damn it. I thought we did this already. I like to... <laughs> um, I like to watch movies, and it's it's I you know I normally watch the same fucking movies. I watch like The Mummy and fucking How to Train Your Dragon. What the Mummy? Fucking Megamind and the A Team. You love cartoons, huh? I love cartoons. I'm a mindless dude. Yeah, hey, no, I just the only movie I've actually sat down and watched. Oh, them. Chris O'Dowd. Sorry. I don't know who the fuck oh yeah. Is. What? Yeah, he's Chris O'Dowd's the shit, man. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, man. Yeah. The IT, uh, the I, the IT, IT crowd. Crowd. And, oh, uh, oh, bridesmaids oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, fucking. Yeah. All right, I know that guy. Yeah, he's I just didn't know he's his awesome. name. Hey, dude, I met him. He is fucking tall. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's like got to be like six five. Like I, I'm, I'm five ten, five eleven, and I was like looking up at him. I just pictured you and him together, like the BFG. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like that he got thrown a fucking hail mary pass, and I was trying to jump on him to block it. <laughs> I watched the jerk. That's the only movie I've seen. In I the don't past fucking month. blame you, my friend. It's one of the best. Yeah, one of the best ever. I know just said that they watched that for the first time. Wow. Yeah. I, there's I this dude like, really? at work. Um, I'm gonna make him watch it. I gave him my old HD DVD player for my. Uh, from my Xbox. Okay. And I gave him a couple of the discs. He's got to find a power supply to get it to work. But I was like, as soon as you find that power supply, why? I'm going to bring you that movie. I was just talking about a website that has every movie since 1929. Does he not yeah. have internet access? No, he does. It's not. But, it's, but it's not the same. This, dude, this version is in full HD. Oh, okay. And it looks amazing. Right. Like, I, I look, jerk? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a, dude, any movie that was filmed like... You know, on film, usually converts to, to HD very well. Well, yeah, I guess if they use 70 millimeters. Yeah, I mean, dude, it looks amazing. Like, Yeah. Because I've seen that movie so many times on, like, VHS and, like, on, on TV. And it doesn't look like this copy does. It's amazing. It's so clear. Fucking Bernadette Peters is so hot. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. <laughs> All right, now you sold me. I got to fuck. Fuck your friend. Give me this version. Yeah, it, it looks I have good. an HD fucking DVD player. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? 
Fuck, man. Yeah, but it's it's good. That, that movie's great. It's the, a great movie. The opening line is the best. What's the opening line? I don't think it's the opening line, but... Nah, it isn't the opening Backtracking line. Backtracking piece of shit. But it's the opening line of his backstory. I grew up as a poor <laughs> black child in, in the South or something. Yeah, yeah, Something like that. I'm paraphrasing quite a bit, but... That shit cracks me up, yo. <laughs> Didn't know he was white. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> racism's uh, killing me. Racist. We got anything else? <laughs> I got plenty. Let's let's let's. Uh, I got some stuff that uh, I thought you would find interesting. Please lay it on. Frustrating me. at the same time. Please also lay it on. Government. Me. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh, this also went under the radar. Fucking last week or week and a half ago. Ethics office unofficially okays legal defense fund for the White House staffers. So let me break this down to you, please, because I'm, I'm confused by the headline. Rich people like to like our, you know, let's say a president of the United States, you know, would take on a mom and pop company that worked for him. And then he'd be like, all right, well, we're just going to go to the courts and I'm just going to pay lawyers until you go away. Mm-hmm. And with all these things going on with the Russia and all this shit, a lot of White House staffers are getting pulled to go and you know have to go to court so they need a le- legal team and they've got to you know have legal hearings and all these fine like things are happening and um so the white house, white house officials and former trump aides they are getting pretty much outside legal funding it's Jesus. not government funding it's outside legal funding so like they're like their rich friends are like outside lawyers created a limited liability company called the patriot legal expenses fund trust which, if you have to say that many words to make things happen, yeah. like you're up to no good. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it raises money from donors to pay legal expenses for multiple individuals, according to emails between those attorneys and a government agency. So, like, it's fucking bullshit. Like, it's just even the fact that they consider like that something that they needed to put together just shows their intentions. <laughs> yeah. Like, they say a handful of White House officials are already in line to receive funding. That's crazy. This fucking administration is nuts. Uh, it did just uh, yeah, you're right. I don't even want to talk about it. It's yeah, infuriating. I figured I would throw it in if it's you wanted infuri- to go deeper. No, I kept no, some no, shit. No, it's infuriating. For me, this whole presidency, I, I think maybe now we know what it was like to be alive when when Nixon was in office. Right. I'm pretty sure everyone felt the same way about Nixon. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This dude is a piece of shit. It's true. Which he is some at least, fucked up shit. But at least he got fucking impeached. And well, we don't know. It took it took a year and a half for Nixon to get impeached. Yeah. No, I know. That's the thing that I keep hearing like older generations than us say to us is like I, I ask a lot of people like that we, we work with some older gentlemen and I, I'm like, dude, did, is this what it felt like with Nixon? And they're like, this seems a little quicker. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's because everything's a little bit quicker. Yeah. Well, we don't have a fucking crazy bloody war. Can you imagine uh, like that thing no. with the post? I was like, no. holy shit. And the characters m- broke it down so much to the point where it was like, all right. They have people who are friends, and on one side, like the owner of the post, and then this guy who's the treasury treasurer of the United States. Right, and she's like, "You knew that this was a fucking losing battle, and you upped the amount of people that went, and you knew my son enlisted to go. Like he made it home, thank God. But you fucking knew. Yeah, how could you do that? Like how could you do that to the country? Because war is business. War yeah, is good exactly. Business. And the, right now, these people fucking paying for shit. It's just Jesus Christ. I was watching uh, comedians of comedy, which I do sometimes. I love that. I love that fucking uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. And um, it, you know that took place in two thousand and three or two thousand and four. I believe it's two thousand four. Is that old? Year. Yeah. And uh, 
It was Patton Oswalt. And B- Maria Bamford in them, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Maria Bamford, uh, fucking Brian Posehn, uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis, and um, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is doing his political thing, his anti-fucking George Bush thing, and he's like, you know, if you go out there and vote for anybody, vote for a wet fart in a jar instead of voting for George Bush. I didn't. If they gave me, like, fucking I could vote for blah, blah, he's just doing his whole comedy thing. And, uh, and I said to my girlfriend, I was like, remember that? Remember when everyone was all mad at George Bush? Fucking, uh, you know, like, uh, fucking George W. Bush? Like, it, yeah. wait, was George W. Bush the father or the kid? George W. is the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember when everyone was all, w. all, w. all everyone was all mad at George W. Bush? Like, that se- I, it seems like I would take that a, a million times over right now. But that was like the end of the world to everybody back then. And now it's like, compared to what's going on now. See, if I had a four item choice between. Oh. Like Bush mm-hmm. and then these people, I think I would take D anus. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Fucking politics. Yeah. In the news again right now, not off the radar. I don't think it happened during the Super Bowl, but did you hear about the fucking Doritos big bright idea that fucking smacked them right in the face? Yeah, they're going to make Doritos for women. Ladies Doritos. In the middle of this <laughs> giant, the biggest like women's movement since suffrage, fucking this stupid company decides that they're gonna like why would you even stick your neck out there i think they put a hashtag doritos too <laughs> not cool doritos yeah I, cool. I heard the premise was they weren't gonna be as crunchy yeah the why premise would, is that they yeah, don't want them to be as crunchy not want crunchy they don't want it to be too loud in public and they don't want to have as much uh, powder on their fingers because they don't want to lick their fingers uh generously and they don't like to pour little broken pieces and the flavor into their mouth. Like, how far off the fucking mark can you be? They're totally off the mark. When my wife takes that little bit of the crunchy my chips. My wife. See, it's coming back already. <laughs> my wife puts the chips <laughs> in her mouth. That shit cracks me up. When I see Jenny. Like, that's how I knew I loved Jenny. I saw her fucking take, like, the corner of the chips and be like. Yeah. <sighs> d- everyone like, does that. It's the best. But w- what I'm saying is we're literally in, in the time where women are saying we are not any different than you. We deserve to be treated exactly the same. The things you like, we like, and vice versa. We're not inferior citizens, and we shouldn't be treated that way. And then this stupid fucking soda company is like, uh, yeah, but we think you don't like getting your hands dirty. So we're going to make a different, like, it's the worst timing in the history of timing. It comes in a pink bag. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Ladies Doritos. The, uh... The woman, uh, what's her last name? Fucking Indra Nuyi. Mm. She's the uh, CEO of PepsiCo, mm-hmm. owner of uh, Doritos brand. And she put out apparently that the current chips aren't cutting it for handbag wielders. And she says, because women love to carry a snack in their purse. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck? Did, like, first of all, you're intelligent enough to become the CEO of one of the largest companies, PepsiCo. Right. You're a woman. Right. How do you not know not to say that? How do you not know if, if a, that that's dude, a condescending fucking statement? The right only there? reason that the PepsiCo headquarters aren't getting burned down like their fucking their football team won the Super Bowl right now is because a woman made that statement and not a man. Imagine a fucking older, bald, fucking white dude in a in a in a suit and tie said that fucking statement. There would be outrage, as there should be. Like this is exactly what we're fighting against, you fucking idiots. She added, "Not only do your chips give people cancer, now you're fucking just sexist as fuck." Well, now I'm gonna you're gonna take it. I'm gonna preface this by saying that I actually love Doritos and I eat them a lot, and I don't really support fucking uh, processed foods or big evil corporations in any way. But if I'm going to, it's gonna be Doritos. Doritos. That's just being honest. I'm not happy about it, but 
Doritos and Philadelphia cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I'm going to be eating myself some Doritos and Philadelphia cream cheese while I'm floating down a, a float during the Eagle Celebration Parade that I'll be on. You and Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. It's going to be magical. Yes. I'll have him on my shoulders like, can you see, buddy? Can you see over? <laughs> Wait, if, if the purse comment wasn't enough, by the way. No, oh, great. Nuri adds, it's not a male and female as much as it is. Are there snacks for women that can be designed and packed differently? No. Like, why? Just, yeah, this is ridiculous. They did rebound pretty well on the, on the Twitterverse. Doritos fucking posted, um, oh, we, don't, we don't need to make Doritos that women love. They're already out there, and they're called Doritos. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, nice yeah. try, fuckers." Too little, too late. Did you know Bic, there was big big pens for women too? I noticed that. Well, I read that when I was reading these other things. No, I never knew that existed. Bic apparently came out with pens for women uh, back well, a while ago. Yeah, they do. You know, they do dumb shit like that. Like the the women the women's disposable razors. I never got that. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> like you know, like but they make it pink and shit. Like I get. I, it. I start buying those fucking women's shavers like. Why are they better or something? Maybe they, they had are like the fucking the strip, the lube strip oh, was like lube, ten yeah, times yeah. bigger on the on the like yeah because they use it for their legs yeah 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 th- all right maybe there is a difference good. in that one I don't know yeah. oh in that yeah I do use the lady bic for the nether regions area. <laughs> <laughs> I mean for my face and everything you know oh yeah no I'm a man I use a fucking man's razor oh, shit it's shit. red racing stripes too it's a Mach three oh I stopped buying those fucking that's a Mach talk about three, the biggest baby. rip off in the yeah, world yeah I stopped shaving entirely yeah so. yeah I literally I I, I, I have so disposable razors I just go like kiki kiki yeah I, I guess I could do it now yeah because I yeah. have the same spots that you just kiki kiki yeah that's literally the sound it makes kiki 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 Devin actually chills the hair off his face I do Actually, ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. you know, I've gotten so good at meditation and, and controlling my mind that I just stare in the mirror like really hard and they just fly out of my pores. To Anya music. Mm-hmm. What about Anya? Anya. Anya. Um, I got another story that's wonderful for you. Please. It's a good one. It actually got to me from producer Marie. Okay. Thank but you, then producer Marie. In looking it up, as I normally, if I'll get a, something from Marie or from Daily, I'll look to see if there's different versions of the story. Yeah, you fact check. Yeah. Much like the Washington Post, your favorite film of all time. Oh, my God. The best. It's the best. Man massages 14-year-old boy in New- Newark Airport, then hands him a note with cash, and there's a twist. <laughs> That's my title. Okay. I like that. I'm enthralled. I'm in. A man who allegedly massaged a teenage boy's back without his permission at Newark Liberty International Airport and handed him a note with money inside is facing child endangerment charges. Mm-hmm. Port Authority police say... Sherwin Sheyagan of Bethel, Washington, touched the 14-year-old at a luggage carousel around 3.10 p.m. last Friday and gave him a note that stated, this is the money for letting me give you the massage. Thank you. I feel like Casey Kasem. That's good. Authorities say the note also included an alarming content but didn't provide further details. That would be the money, I assume. Uh, investigators tracked the 32-year-old man to a hotel near the airport. They say he had disturbing notes and money in envelopes with the names of various airports in the United States written on them. But wait, there's more. Okay. After looking into this article given to me by producer Marie, I found more articles relating to this man who is also known as the piggyback bandit. <laughs> oh, God. This dude's 32? 34. Four. Okay. Uh, that seems like... like for in, when when somebody is a little bit older, like if you told me this was like a sixty year old man or something like that, 
then I'm like, I, it's not that I'm condoning that or even justifying the action, but I'm like, all right, this guy's like probably lived a, heart, a life of heartbreak. He's like coming to the end. And he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to do what makes me happy or whatever. But when I hear like 34, someone who's younger than me, like, you know, like that's fucking you're in the prime of your life right there. Why are you going to airports and touching 14 year olds? Go on Tinder, motherfucker. Well, there's a little bit more to that. Okay, sorry. This poor young man, <clears throat> Sherwin Sheyagin, mm-hmm. there was an article written about him that I found that was from like 2012. And uh, it says, Sherwin Shagan likes piggyback rides. He really, really likes them. So much so that he has been banned from five states for jumping on the backs of unsuspecting high school athletes. The piggybacking adventure has led him to be banned from attending high school athletics events in Washington, Oregon, Montana, North Dakota, and Minnesota. Is this guy going on a piggyback tour? He's he, got the piggyback van. He's driving around fucking jumping on high school fucking... What is he, Kevin Hart trying to get on an eagle? Well, let me tell you. Sheagan would typically attend games, mostly basketball and football, and find ways to blend in wearing the team's jersey or sometimes posing as a water boy. After the game, he'd strike. Sometimes... I wonder how, I wonder how many packs of Mentos he bought. Just one is necessary. Okay. Sometimes he'd ask a player for a piggyback ride up front. Other times, he'd just jump on their back and hope for the best. Some found this strange act amusing, bizarre, and but ultimately harmless. For others, it was a matter of concern for the safety of players. And one of the coaches <laughs> chimes in, when someone weighs 240 pounds and jumps on the back of a high school student, the potential is there for significant damage. Oh, so he's a big dude, too? Big boy. Now, by, I don't know what he looks like, but by his name... And and uh, and and the fact that he's jumping on people's backs, I was picturing like maybe like a smaller, like slight of frame Asian gentleman, shorter, yep. like maybe like the guy with no penis that jumps out of the trunk and hang over one, like that kind of thing. He's Iranian. Okay, all right. So he's a big fucking Iranian dude jumping on on seventeen year olds' backs. Yeah, yeah. No, this guy should be locked up. So he got busted, and then the 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 judge figured out that he had been busted in all these states in a row, and he was on a tour, like a piggyback tour, trying to pull this shit off. Uh, he sent the judge was like, you need to go back to Seattle. I'm ordering you to go back to Seattle or you will go to jail. Uh-huh. So he had to go back to, to Seattle. And then he, he got visited. Um, and then nobody re- near Puget Sound was safe. <laughs> nobody was there. It was piggyback city. <laughs> but no, they had a reporter had visited his hometown and spoke with his mother, his employer, old classmates and coaches and players who found their paths crossing with the bandit along his road trip. Um, So they were trying to get some insight into the guy. And then. They think that it, it, it see, they, some suggest that his, his piggybacking is a fetish of sorts. Uh, really? That would be the, 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 art, the article daily here. It's from the Daily Beast. Mm. That's, that's me. I write that article. You're the Daily Beast. You're that's, that's what they call daily in college. Yeah. He, uh, they reported in February that his Sheyagan's now defunct Facebook page read, give me a piggyback ride, exclamation point, and that he wants to meet good looking boys. Preferably at libraries when no one else is around. <laughs> and in, in fact, well, actually, I mean, technically, functionally, if you wanted to go find a place where nobody else would be around, library would be one of the good ones. These days, that's a fucking solid spot yeah. right there. You chose wisely. Mm-hmm. You thought this through. Uh, but he did get one, an 18-year-old football player, to a library. And this is what the reporter found out when, they, when he was looking up shit on him. And uh, it was September 14, 2009. Sheagan invites a player to the town library in Bonnie Lake, uh, Washington, mm-hmm. under the pretense of an interview, which featured a bizarre questionnaire 
with questions like, have you ever farted during a football game or practice? As the young man was leaving, Shiega jumped on his back for a final piggyback crush. I just, oh man, I was really hoping that you said that he, uh, <laughs> he asked him for an interview and he sat down and he was like, question number one, will you give me a piggyback <laughs> I mean, you might as well cut to the chase with that shit. That would be perfect. There's just one. He's like, you, know you open what? the questionnaire, just one question. I'm changing my stance on this fucking freak. I love him. Yeah. This is this is the hero this country needs. Forget horse shit eater. The piggyback bandit is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. I think the name of this episode is going to be horse shit eaters and piggyback bandit. <laughs> <laughs> piggyback bandit. So yeah, the piggyback bandit had such a twist. I was like, wait, it's not only this dude who's paying kids, who's planning on it. Like he was just going to take another adventure. This dude was road tripping. He's probably the next Farley Brothers movie. (laughs) This could be a Farley Brothers film. (laughs) He's got two. He's got the piggyback (laughs) rides, and then he's got paying boys and fucking paying boys for massages. Where does this piggyback son of a bitch make his money that he's handing out money in envelopes? Because I'll tell you what, if I was 14 years old and I got a, a massage at an airport, I'd be like, well, he didn't really get that knot out and that was kind of weird and then if they had me uh, fucking money i'd be like it's all good baby because i'm trying to yeah. i'm trying to get some fucking goobers then from you that. hand them your fucking <laughs> business card and it just says you know next time you come to newark <laughs> just let me know i'll be back you just hand them your business card and it says devin ferry likes receiving back rubs <laughs> and <laughs> you could have done this for free you son of a bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were going with that. In my head, I had potential massage <laughs> receiver. <laughs> Devin Ferry, target of masseuses. <laughs> Wait, masseuses? Target the, of creepy man masseuses. Masseuses is the thing that Jewish people put on their doors. Yes. Okay. Which also you rub. I fucking... Yeah. <laughs> See, it's all tying in. <laughs> Raw. All right. So that was a good one. Now we are at... <laughs> everybody's favorite portion which i want you to see i sent you the packet just in case because I, I was proud of this one okay i could put it up we got our new segment which is daily point oh <laughs> oh yeah okay so a ribbon tosh off oh yeah and, right, okay. and you can see it in this packet and i did post this picture of this packet up onto our facebook page so everyone could see because um daily is uh the inaugural edition of daily oh he's he wants us to listen to another fucking one of his favorite fucking food critics fucking rants this time on what tater tots it is man don't be getting up into the meat of the subject oh i'm sorry this dude better not be dissing on tater tots because i'll rip the plug out of this thing but look at the picture he kind of looks like either the dude who you were in a band with who is now a uh, do to get ahead no no, don't talk (laughs) um he looks like daily the picture is daily and this kid could be daily's kid or those kid that kid that you used to be in a band with who now sells multi-million dollar houses Oh, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Daly, do you want to prep? Do you have any music for your segment? Anymore? No. I have no music. I got to download Microsoft Word to fucking look at this packet. I'm done with this shit. Or show. you could just look over Daly's fucking <laughs> shoulder. No, it's too late. I'm already at fucking 60%. Download that shit. I'm downloading. It's verified by PlayProtect. I think I want you to have like this like Beck music as your intro for this. Like, do 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 do. Now, it, it occurs to me that Beck said that he hung himself with a guitar string, not that he hanged himself with a guitar string. So do we go with the fucking Webster's Dictionary or a Scientologist musician? The choice is yours, my friends. I thought he said he was hung like a guitar string. No. Like he just unrolled three feet of a little twine. <laughs> like a fucking that would be butterfly's the nectar grabber. I hope at least it was the low E because that would be the world's longest, thinnest penis. I'm going to have to go with D. 
What if you were a girl? If I was a girl? If you were a girl and you're out there thinking to myself like, man, uh, I'm so upset about all this Dorito dust I just got in my hands. I wish I could meet myself a nice cocked fella. And then you walked up to a dude and you're like, you're really attractive and I'd like to have sex with you. What's your penis like? And he said, I have the longest. And you're like, uh-huh. And then he's like, thinnest penis <laughs> of all time. What would you do? Wait, I have to put in a password in here? I would want to see it. Wait, it's asking me to log into my work account? That would be like... D-anus. That one always, always kicks so, your ass. It's always so loud. But it sounds so good when it's loud. All right, all right, all right. All right, so fucking do your thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So daily point oh. So we just listen to this, and then you just want our reactions, right? Yeah. Right. You know, so so here's the deal. We're not we're not in the format. I'm usually going to give you two choices, but there was only one choice. Okay. Devin's familiar with this guy. We we uh, we peruse his shit. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. So I, so so this this kid. I don't even know his fucking name, but uh, well, I wrote it on the packet, buddy. I don't fucking read. What is oh, this, this is who you're telling me to take a look at? We watched the video. Yeah. This is a different video. Yeah, but I know what he looks like. Running on empty. One. Running on empty, but um, I don't know his name. But here's what he says about this video. Today, I'm reviewing the newly re-released Cheesy Tots from Burger King. I am wearing a black suit, white dress shirt, green striped tie, and a Burger King crown. <laughs> so for some reason, this oh. dude likes to get dressed up. So is the crown hiding that slick hair of his or what? Yeah. All it's right. unfortunate. That's okay. But he still looks good. The hair he is looks good. good. Yeah. Did uh, you see the daily looks exactly like him in his picture on this packet? <laughs> no, I can't open the packet. You can go on the, uh, Facebook. I will. Oh, no, you can't go on Facebook. No, I you can't. don't have Facebook anymore. It's against my morals. Morals. Morales. So yeah, tell us more. Let's do it. So without further review, let's get this review about the new re-release Cheesy Tots. (laughs) Oh, shit. This is Running on Empty Food Review. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, afternoon, evening. It's late morning when I'm recording this one. 11, 17 a.m. to be exact. Burger King is always the place to be when it comes to these food reviews, because they're always releasing new stuff so often. Did you say AM? Uh, sometimes yes. they release new it's things. light out. Sometimes they re-release things. And this is a re-release. That's the morning. 1 AM. They might say, well, you know, 11. you've already reviewed this a couple oh, months ago. So 11, Why are you reviewing it again? Sorry. Whenever they God re-release an item, and this goes for any place, it could be Burger King, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, Joe's Crab Shack, or anywhere <laughs> in between, there's always a chance Maybe it's a slim chance. Maybe it's a great chance. Always at the pen's place to place. There's always a chance that they could just revamp, redo, change a few ingredients or a recipe since the last release. Maybe they could improvement, or maybe it just went further down the tubes, either or. And I want to try it. I want to see how has this item changed, if at all, uh, in the last few months. And, you know, it's always worth trying. This kid is mesmerizing. So these are uh, Burger King's Cheesy Tots. Let me take a look at those tots. And uh, people have already been talking about this. I mean, people are really getting riled up over the potential uh, uh, Taco Bell release that'll be coming up later in the month there. Uh, Yeah, we watched that. We'll get to that when they do release it. But people have been starting to talk about these uh, cheesy tots. No, they haven't. Now, what are are the cheesy tots, as they say? I believe in you. You don't got to tell me what cheesy tots tots are, motherfucker. It's a uh, potato tot. (laughs) Potato tot. Don't make fun of him. He's doing his best. Uh, that's filled with cheese. And that's it. And it combines that potato goodness, as they describe it, with melted American cheese, 
It looks like this. It's bite-sized, bite-sized tater tot filled with cheese, allegedly. There's a post gooey American cheese <laughs> splattered everywhere, and, you know, it's just supposed to combine those two things. Uh, now it comes in this little... I sack. love this kid. I, I, want, I want him to, to read me stories till me I go to sleep. Literal sack. Let's try and get him on the show. And, uh, <coughs> crispy golden nuggets. We'll just pretend it didn't say that. Let's just pretend it says uh, cheesy tots sack instead. Cheesy tot we'll sack. pretend that's just uh, Again, a living, breathing in, in, uh, cheesy college. tot there. Even though I think that's a chicken creature i don't know for sure what it really is <laughs> chicken creature anyway <laughs> this is the best well, i don't I know if i don't know if this is a fucking giant work or this is for real either I mean, we way know I love we it. know what they look like we know what they come he's in dead serious we That's know the all appeal. the lore like, and takes mystery fast surrounding food reviews them. very seriously we'll just try them so it's the cheesy tots from burger king re-released going in going in going in he always says it wait how many did you guys watch i don't know just the one so far this is the second one I've seen, but he's like going in on that one too. <laughs> Sorry. Did you, did you do that? I'm helping him out. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's not saying anything. I guess I could fast forward. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's eating another one. Oh, he's going back in. He's, that's number two going in. He must, yeah. he must dig these. You know, to try and find is there anything new coming out? Is there a new release from somewhere? And the other day, it was around afternoon. I was browsing around on this site and I saw Burger King re-releases the Cheesy Tots. And I kind of marked it down. I thought, you know, this is probably going to be the next thing that I'm going to review. Uh, because people are starting to talk about it. It's starting to go around. You're no, starting not. to see commercials. These tots are starting to catch fire. Summer. This so guy's got his passed. finger on the pulse of fast food. And I decided to step outside. On the potato tots sector. And it was very, you know, it was a very hot, sunny day. <laughs> and I thought, you know, given the... The weather, given how it was, you got the sun beating down on you. You don't want to get sunburned or anything, so I put on a three-piece suit. To myself, you know, maybe, you know, I should maybe put on a hat or something like that to kind of block the sun out, you know, so it doesn't get on my face really and not in my eyes. So I did. <laughs> now you also may be wondering, what do the cheesy tots taste like? Now, the Cheesy Tots themselves, they're small. They're bite-sized. And I remember this morning, I watched the old review of it that I did back in December to see what my assessment was of them back then Way and how it may compare December. to today. Who listens and what to my primary shit. complaint That's about ridiculous. the Cheesy Tots back then was, I was saying, well, the main issue is that they weren't cheesy enough. It was more potato, not enough cheese. That's and that was my main issue mm -hmm. here. This time around, they actually did improve it, and I, you know, I'll give I'll give Burger King a little pat on the back. Almost everything that they touch nowadays is just a disaster and terrible, and it's just ruined <laughs> and more so and more so, and just gets worse and worse. The cheesy tots, on the other hand, and maybe it's because it's so simple. You know, it's cheese and a potato, and it's very very tough possibly to ruin that. You know, even more so than they already potentially have. <laughs> but they improved this one. They improved it. And I do notice, you know, a significant improvement here in terms of the proportion of cheese to potato. So when you bite in now, instead of it being just maybe 25% American cheese and then 75% potato chunks, now it's more like 50-50. You get the little pieces of potato in there. You get also some gooey American cheese, more so than I remember the last time. And you bite in and they blend together very nicely, but they're a lot cheesier 
uh, than they were the last time. Fucking A, I'm sold. The shell nah, itself man. is just a little salty. It's just a fried shell, really. Um, that just kind of adds a little crunch to it all. The inside, though, is very moist, very, you know, gooey. And, uh... There is a nice little balance there between that fried outer shell and the gooeyness on the inside that kind of adds some texture to it, uh, in a sense. It's not all liquid, you know, you have that little crunchiness uh, from the fried shell, and I appreciate that. It's a nice little <laughs> mix-up there and a nice little extra type of uh, just texture, I guess is the best way to put it. How there. long can this kid talk about um, tater tots? All in all, though, there really isn't a ton to say about it. You know, it's simple. <laughs> really? <laughs> There's no added flavors or anything. <laughs> simple American cheese. No added shit. flavors there. They blend together nicely. It's a snack, you know? It's a snack, a side, whatever you'd like to call it. You know, I wouldn't suggest ordering hundreds of these and... Oh, really? You wouldn't know, suggest ordering hundreds of these? It, you know? Immersing I'm, yourself I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do. If you really want to, you can, <laughs> you know, buy thousands of them, put them in a bathtub, just fully immerse yourself in them. I'm not going to dictate your life and what you should or shouldn't do with the cheesy tots, but uh, I would recommend, for the most part... You know, get yourself comedy gold, man. your favorite item of choice from Burger King, and then get these as a side. Um, because these oh, really are get a side as a side. Yeah. That's amazing. I would recommend inside. them, and uh, you know, again, that's really what I have to say on the matter. <laughs> that's uh, enough. Of that. All right. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, so man. Good. We'll uh, we'll put the link on the on the website. But this you've turned me on to this kid, and I am. I, I almost by think this is the segment. It's just <laughs> gonna be this kid because like I can't find anything more like eerily <laughs> entertaining as this guy. Like he's, we're just so he's so into fucking fast food. He loves fast but, food. But the fact that he gets a full blown suit on, mm-hmm. and he's got some. He wears a different one every time. And he's got, got some the same suits. suit. No, his passion is reviewing fast food items. And like it, I said before, I want this kid to like read me a bedtime story the, before the I go best to bed. Is when he gets a little off track, where he was talking about, so it was a hot sunny day, and I didn't <laughs> want to get sunburned, so I wore a hat with a brim. I was thinking about wearing one, so I did. <laughs> like what? It's good. Yeah, I it's actually like, should have started with the first one we fucking watched. Nah, where he whatever. was talking about the French fries making out fucking vehicles. I, there out are people of out there shit. like this. I had a guy telling me about pizza and making me a pizza because he had to bring me some shit. So oh, no, this kid's definitely happens. autistic. He's definitely on the <laughs> spectrum, but I love him. I'm pretty sure the. Uh, I hope this the, is not fake. If I found out that this is like a kid playing like a, a trolling, then I'd be really upset. I don't think if so. If this man. is a kid who actually loves fast food, then this is the world I want to live in. I think he found his niche on YouTube. And he the could dude be the next piggyback bandit. Uh, he might. He could be. I forgot. Well, we looked at his views. Like I already closed it out, but like hundred k, yeah, hundred thousand people are watching this dude talk about fucking cheesy. Let's see how hundred and one. Let's see how many views he can get. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a fuckload more than we can. We got sixty six reviews and three of them from daily. So this is the segment. You just play that dude now. Yeah. All right. I love it. No, (laughs) no, he fucked up because I was expecting. Like he said, he was going to give us two two choices, and we pick. Right. And then he, you know, he's all already right, watched all right. them. We'll we'll do. He gave us a dip in the water. But of the, the second sketch. pick is always going to be this kid. The so there's an up. out. There's an out. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. We can't yeah. make them that long though. We can't do like no. ten minutes. Yeah, you got to come up with some fu- ones that are quick as as have. Well, big yeah, d- fucking dude, I didn't play on. the whole thing. No, you didn't. You're no. right. I played most. of you it. You skipped though. through much of the the munching. Yes. That's a good new segment. I like. I it. do like that your segments are theme based now. Like his his grind is is all quick little jabs. And it's uh, it's just one theme, three yeah. stories, one theme. <laughs> I didn't br- plan that. It that's, just, that just came out that way. Brilliant. Well, no, it's, really, it's a work in planned. progress. Yeah, and we're getting there. But uh, let's let's we were way over two two hours at this point. Are we? Yeah. 
Well then, you can fucking take these grinds for next time, yeah, ladies we'll, and we'll gentlemen. Do the grinds next time. Grind I would because I'll tell you what. I haven't been eating carbs, but now I want to go get some cheesy potato. Like this kid sold me fucking just much like me. he did on the Taco Bell French fries, which I haven't had yet. But maybe I'll just go. We're about to get. To maybe Taco I'll do a Bell. bang bang. We're Taco Belling from here. Are you son of a bitch? Sorry. I uh, I have a nice meatball over spaghetti squash that mm, I made. That mm. sounds good. Mm-hmm. With Brussels sprouts. Spaghetti you squash is me. weird. No, you, dude. I hate Brussels sprouts. You've never eaten them right then. Every, sprouts are Everybody who likes Brussels sprouts says that, though. Fucking, you fry like, them up in some olive oil with a ton of garlic, and then you get them nice and brown, and you put them in the oven for a while, and they're just crunchy deliciousness. You know what that's called? What? Garlic bread. Just give it to me in the bread version. Mm-hmm. And I'll take it that way. Mm. Too much glucose, my friends. Bread. You know what? Nobody wants to date a guy who says that. <laughs> oh, nice. It's <laughs> actually somebody else's bit that Daly and I just watched. Yes. Yes. Who's the bit? What's her name? Funny, uh, polite lady. She was on Netflix. Funny, polite lady. Yeah, I think that's her sex. I'll, I'll text it to you. I don't know. Oh, that bitch was funny. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Thank you for listening to Awkward High Five Podcast. The bloody Awkward High Five Podcast. Remember to put a fucking ratings on the fucking screensaver. Come. What you been putting in the food, you stupid bitch? <laughs> cornflakes, cornflakes, cornflakes! Facebook, iTunes reviews, Patreon if you want extra episodes, Instagrams. Yeah, do all that shit. Say it. See you in a few short days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.